We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Post-game live, Sunday matinee Knicks. You're... CP from Knicks Fan TV, my man Jay Ellis from the Nick of Time Show. Knicks fight to the end against the Sixers, but come up short 108-105, despite a 31-point career-high game from young Kevin Knox. Knicks come up just a little short, Jay Ellis. How you feeling today, man? This I'm all right, man. Yeah. This, this is what you call a good loss. I don't think we've had a good loss. Yeah. This was a good loss, while. man. This was a good loss. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. saw we saw some things from a bunch of guys who on the, who are supposed to be developing. We saw a couple people take a step. We didn't have Enos. You didn't have Tim Hardaway Jr. Some people didn't want them there anyway. So you really got to see what the team could look like and if they could battle without them. And they did a pretty decent job. Factuals, factuals, man. I mean, listen, we're shorthanded. You, you know what I'm saying? We we were shorthanded. No Timmy, no Canner. Uh, uh, you know, a couple other guys didn't play. <clears throat> we come out first half. You know, th- this game really wasn't trending on the upside in the first half, nah. if I could say that. Th- this game was looking like another one of those lackluster performances. Sixers was, just came out with gangbusters. Um, give credit where credit is due. Ben Simmons. Is a beast. Oh yeah. Joel Embiid was a beast. Uh, so we were down by as much as twenty four points. But in the minutes where we did come back, whether it was the second quarter or late in the third, that late quarter surge, give credit where credit is due. It was on the defensive and offensive leadership of Frank Nilakina, man. Or what do you think about Frank's game tonight? Um. I like Frank's game again. I mean, there's a bunch of guys who had great games tonight. But Frank, uh, I think I like what Frank is doing because he kind of left off where he left off before his ankle injury. 
yeah. he had a couple of games where you saw he was a lot more aggressive. He's less he's taking less jump shots. He's driving to the hole a lot more. And you're seeing dividends. And because of it, you can see his assist numbers are rising because he, just because he's just getting to the hole a lot more. And yeah. um I mean the shooting percentage doesn't reflect the, the, the amount the good shots he had today. Because I feel like towards the end, a lot of the ball, those balls rolled in and out. But I liked what Frank did today, running the running the floor, uh, running the show. He's playing with pace. He looks a lot more comfortable. He looks more like a point guard over the last uh, three, four games than he has the whole season. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I, I definitely agree with you on that. I mean, listen, give credit where credit is due. Frank has caught his fair share of criticism. Especially from this chat. Shout out everybody in the chat. Smash that thumbs up button. Hit that subscribe button. If you're a diehard Knicks fan, welcome to the show. Happy Sunday, everybody. Um, Listen, Frank has caught his fair share of criticism. But you could tell the two instances where we made our best runs. Whether it was in the second quarter or whether it was in that, that third quarter. We started the third quarter off cold. Once again, third quarter doom. Ended it strong. Cut the lead down from 24 points all the way to one. And, you know, listen, give credit. You know, Frank was aggressive on the offensive end. He got guys involved. He got uh, Luke Cornett and Kevin Knox set up nicely on, on a couple plays. And, yeah. and listen, the other guy we got to give credit to is Luke Cornett, man. Yeah. I'll, I'll say this. Um, the, the first unit did wake up in the third quarter. I feel like they, they were contributing to that push. But no doubt about it, um, the second unit is what cut the, the deficit in the first half and the second half. The, the, the second unit really, I felt like, was pretty consistent defensively the whole game. And um, Luke Cornett as well. Von Lee started at center um, today without Enos Kansas. Yeah, and which was the right move in my opinion. It was the right move. It was, it was the right move, and but it wasn't the effective move. Right. Uh, I, I, it was Luke was a lot more effective versus uh, Embiid today. I felt like... Um, Von Ley, he's a great defender, but he didn't have the length to bother um, to bother Embiid's shots. He was in the right position, but he didn't have the length. And I felt like Luke actually had the length to bother a few of his shots and actually grab some rebounds. And that matchup just favored him. So that's why um, I think Fizz actually started Luke in the second half instead of Von Ley, and it, and it paid dividends. It paid dividends in some sorts, but then when Embiid came back on the floor, I don't know, the, the rotations were a little bit weird at some point. Yeah. Um, because the Von Lay, the Von Lay versus MB matchup happened again when Luke was a little gas. He had to sit, and that's when the 76ers made their run. To me, right, he caught up, and yeah, they, going forward, it looks pretty good. To, it's it's pretty good to see that Luke Cornett can hold up against these uh, bigger centers. Luke Luke played tough. He came up tough tonight, man. He was yeah. gritty. He was tough. Yo, Joel Embiid is a dirtbag. Straight up and down, he's a, yeah, he's yeah. a dirtbag. Yeah, he's, he's a dirtbag, man. He's a definitely dirtbag. You, you know what I'm saying? Yo, listen, he's a dirty, dirty player, man. He caught Luke. First off, he broke his nose Yeah. in the first matchup. All right? Or or whenever it was that Luke came in. It might have been the second game, uh, second matchup between Nick Sixers. Broke his nose. And then got away with not one but two cheap shots in this game, yeah, man. man. This dude gets away with he's he's like the Draymond Green of the East, man. He gets away with murder. Gets yeah, away man. with murder, man. He's a dirtbag, man. He's a dirtbag. He's a dirtbag. And towards the end, 
I felt like the refs gave him a call just because he was complaining a lot. Yeah. To be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. I mean, listen, he gets the superstar calls. It is what it is. Give credit yeah. to Luke Cornett. He came up tough, man. This was his best game by far. Based yeah. on the level of competition, he got beat up out there, absolutely beat up. Came up with 23 points, six boards, and I believe five or six dimes, Jails. He yeah, played man. He played great. He, play, he was great tonight. He was really good. He was yeah. really good. He, he, um, he was great tonight, man. I, I wish the rebounds were up a little bit more, but he yeah. still played pretty damn well. Plus 25 on the night, highest plus The minus. highest plus minus on the night goes to Luke Cornett, man. Impressive. Very, very impressive. Very, very interesting to see what they – man, listen, it's going to be interesting to see what we do in the second half of the season, dog, because you're starting to see glimpses of hope from a lot of these guys. Luke Cornett, one of them. And Mario, did Mario turn a corner? Mario has turned the corner, Lucheos. Mario has turned the corner. Say what you will. Um, he wants to come back. Obviously, he's been saying all the right things. Coach Fizdale uh, was asked about him before the game. He talked him up. Gave credit to Keith Smart and the coaches. Um, you know, just being patient with Mario, working with Mario. And listen, you never know. Obviously, he's on the outside looking in, in terms of being back next year, at least from what we think. You know, right. who cares what we think? But we care what we think. You know what I'm saying? Um, again, nine points today. An efficient nine points, five rebounds, two dimes, 50% from the field. Play well on the defensive end, you know, for at, at his standards. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, Play listen, well. if if you end up being priced out of the Vonley sweepstakes, you might lose Moutier. You never know. He might give you a hometown discount uh, to, to come back, but... Um, he, he, he's been known to have good second half finishes. He finished the second half well last year. Looks like he's trying to put together a second half, um, this year, but I thought Mario was also, um, pretty good tonight as well. Yeah. Pretty yeah, good, man. pretty, pretty good cast. Pretty, pretty good games from a lot of people overall. Absolutely. A lot of people. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. Did we leave anybody out? <laughs> um, well, we, we're going to get back to Knox. Let's go to the phones. We got Julian on the line. Wants to break it all down for us. He wants to talk about Frank and Kevin Knox. Julian, how you feeling, bro? Of course, Knox. You got to. Oh, I'm feeling Knox. great. Julian. <laughs> got to. It's probably the best loss of the season. That's a good loss. Best loss of the season. I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, man. Well, before I get started with the whole, you know, not shopping the 30 piece. I just want to give credit to a certain Frenchman. You know, he's been he's been under pressure his whole career on a consistent basis because our fan base is so divided about, you know, like who he is and like what he can do for our team. I just want to give credit to Frank Nilakina for like really like helping us come back into the game both times. Yep. Yo, can and I can I say like one thing real quick? Go ahead, Jails. Yo, can I say one thing real quick? Did y'all dog, okay. Did y'all see when he almost floored and beat? Yes. I was hoping he fell and got the lay. I was praying that MB fell, yo. That would have been the highlight of my year if he pulled that <laughs> he, he almost mixed them indeed. Because MB definitely had the stanky legs and Frank hit him with the cross. Absolutely. <laughs> I can't believe he brought that shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, but like you saw, like he was attacking Embiid, the best shot blocker in the league. Obviously, other than than Porzingis, but like he was going at a, a like a bona fide rim protector who's what seven one two seventy, 
and he was not scared at all. Yeah. No fear shown, and and he was just being aggressive. And when he does that, he's a great player. And listen, another. He, he by the way, that block on Jimmy Butler. How many other players on the Knicks could have done that? True. Nobody. Like real talk. Nobody. The, the, the guy is an unbelievably talented defender. He he yeah. um, you you see the 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 steals on Embiid, like he kept us in this game so much, and then he did so much for us. I'm just really proud of Frank tonight. He he put in a shift. Yeah. Man. Uh, in getting to Knox, getting to Knox, like we knew he could score, but I didn't know it was like this. I I really didn't. Obviously, we don't have like a consistent number one option offensively. So he's gonna he's gonna like there's there's gonna be inefficiencies with 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 Fizz's system and everything. So I don't expect him to like score thirty every night, but when he does, it is so fun to watch. He's a he's a three level scorer as a rookie. How many other like guys recently have been able to do that? Be a three level scorer as a rookie, and he, he did it against a, a, a one of the best teams in the league tonight. True. So Come on, you gotta look yeah. at Knox. Knox had an excellent yeah. game, man. Excellent like, game. Here's what I'm excited. He went at MB2. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, guys. Yo, here's why why I'm excited about what I saw from Knox today because we see Knox have these big games in one half of basketball. Today is the first game he had two halves of basketball. Yeah. Yep. He put it together from beginning to end. So you figured, like, like, I know I'm excited. Really, when KP comes back, I can see Knox being one eventually. One, one, yeah, one and one B or one C. Yeah, I know. I can see him being like a lead scorer, like the lead. Like I feel like he has more tools. Mm. This is a guess. It'll remain to be seen if that actually happens because he still has a lot. Of, he still has a lot to prove as, as far as creating his own offense. But um, within the offense, he seems like he can pretty much score wherever he wants to and I can see him doing having another 30 point game or two this season. Yeah, we we had talked about that in yeah. the preseason, man, about how many how many 30 point games Knox might be able to put up. I, I think I put like three or four. This was his first one and this was his best game. This was his best game and like I say you gotta take quality of opponent into consideration. You know, I liked how Knox looked. I liked how he looked defensively, you know. Yeah. I, I, I thought, yeah, Jimmy uh, Butler on the other end of him. Though. Facts. Wilson Chandler. <laughs> you know, yeah, Wilson played him tough. Oh, what's, yeah. Wilson, Wilson played him tough. We we know Will's game. Yeah. Um, but but Knox, Knox really mixed it up tonight, man. You, you got to like that, man. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got one more thing, too. Yeah, go ahead, bro. Um, you know, Cornette tonight, 23 points. And, and like, Frank, like, you know how when uh, in football when like you say receivers get baby fed by good quarterbacks, yeah. Frank baby fed Cornette tonight. Did you see some of the passes he was like getting to to Luke? Yep, he was he was diming him up. There was a lot of ex like the one in the first quarter off the backdoor cut that not many players in the league can make that pass. It's no true. look, what bounce pass? Frank played. Excellent tonight, uh, and and um, imagine when KP gets back. That's the thing. Frank is playing with a corner store KP right now. When he gets the real KP, 
it's over. Yeah. Frank is going to be a playmaker for the future. I can easily see, you know, a year or two down the line, if Frank starts that point guard for this team, he could easily average seven, eight assists a night. So, Definitely. and he's giving you, like, defense, like, first team all defense caliber defense. So, you know, that's we, we got to look. The future is so bright, so bright, so, so bright. Thanks for the I appreciate you, Julian. Good call as usual. Yeah, JLs, man. Listen, um, you know, for Frank to come back off of the ankle, you know, confidence lacking even when he was on the ankle, and, and come back. Um, listen, tough, tough team. This Philly team is is outstanding, man. They move yeah. the ball well. They move themselves well, almost better than anybody. Third in the league in assists. Ben Simmons is ridiculous. J.J. Redick moving without the ball is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, they, they play good team ball, but listen, when Frank came in on both ends of the floor, that's when this team got elevated, and the, the two times. The yeah. two times, man. Definitely, man. I love the new aggressiveness we've seen for Frank. I think he took, like, two jump shots. Everything was going through the hole. Yeah. Everything was going through the hole. Um, as glad as, I, I was glad to see him mix it up because I felt like he relied a lot. He lied a little bit too much on the jump shot, mm-hmm. and it killed his confidence when he wasn't making. When it. When he wasn't making it, I agree. Yep. And it seems like, as from what I'm seeing, what everybody else is seeing, it seems like he's been pretty good as far as finishing around the basket. So I yeah, mean, yeah, he's he's got that little um, that he's got a nice little pressing move. Yeah, 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 yeah. and that layup off the opposite leg. You know, try to yeah. catch the defender off guard a little bit. Yeah, yeah, got a little. Uh, Euro step going. Yeah, yeah, he tried to change speeds a little bit. Still a bit slow, but you know what? He was effective. Frank, he was, Frank effective. was effective tonight, man. And and he's attacking like he, he had this bad habit of waiting for waiting for everybody to come up once he passed half court. Yeah, and I've seen him just not stop, just slow down, survey, hezzy, and then go again like a. Yeah, he, man, cha- he he changed speeds. He he changed he, his speeds up a little bit out there. Yeah, man, he's he's definitely grown, man. Yeah, absolutely, to, man. Shout out to this coaching staff, man, because you can see every guy who's brought here, all these young guys, you can see little steps happening with pretty much each one of these guys. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Um, you know, listen, w- one of the things that Fisdale was asked about um, before the game was the lack of defense, um, the, the, the piss poor defense that this team exerts. And Fisdale said, you know, listen, they're having a tough time with the concepts. You have these teams coming in here um, on a night in, night out basis, giving us different looks, confusing these guys a little bit. And, you know, he, he basically blamed it on lack of experience. You know, it's a young team. Obviously, they haven't seen certain things. But when they um, when they're able to see these teams, you know, second or third time around, it should help. This game, you know, the defense, like I said, it was a tale of two halves in terms of the defensive effort. Um, but in the second half, they really tightened up. And you got to give credit. The defense tightened up in the second half and, and, and made it a game. You know, yeah, they, they made it a game, bro. Yeah, I, I feel like what he said is half right and half wrong. Like, yeah, it's right that, you know, it takes a while to get used to some things, like, especially for, like, the newer players like Knox, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Knox or Trier, like those guys. But then there's also guys who are ready – have a high defensive IQ who, who haven't been in the game as much, like Luke. Like Luke's, Luke, for instance, who was part of that big run, you can see the difference in the defense when you have Frank trying to guard the pick and roll and Luke backing him up. Yeah. 
versus Moody guarding pick and roll and Luke backing them up. Right. Like it, that led to a few turnovers. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. Frank is fight Frank is fighting and he's making a tough on a ball handler already. And when you have Luke kind of helping him uh, stop his momentum, you get a steal. Like Moody is not gonna do that. He's not trying to stay in the play on that pick. So it's 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 not just all these guys knew it's like you have to actually play some defenders in these games to yeah. actually push that issue. Yep. It cha- it changes when Frank is in the game, man. It changes yeah. when Frank is in the game. It and Dotson too. Dotson as well. Um Dotson had a tough assignment, obviously having to guard Jimmy Butler and being guarded by Jimmy Butler. I wasn't expecting much out of Dotson today. But he still uh gave us a couple good points in that second half run. So give yeah. credit to Dotson on on uh on, on being aggressive there. Let's go back to the phones. Uh, Dr. Shaw from Tennessee wants to talk about the lack of effort um, from the Knicks. Dr. Shaw, how you feeling, bro? What's going on, bro? Thanks for the call, man. Thanks for the call, man. No doubt, Thanks man. Is this your first time calling, bro? Oh, uh, yes, sir, man. But I, I think I'm the only Knicks fan in Nashville, Tennessee, man. Hey, that's, you know that's cool. I took some hard, that's took cool. Some hard Hold breakers, down. though, bro. I took some heartbreakers. That, that's cool, man. To hold it down, man. Hold it down for us down there, man. Cashville. <laughs> but yeah, man. I, I, I just want to call and just talk about the lack of effort that I see. You know, when we had Oakman, Mace, and Greg Anthony, Starks, Ewing. You know, I know they they great players, man. They but they gave effort. Yeah. They have athleticism. You know what I'm saying? You have you had pure ball movement. You know, you see the ball swing. You don't have that today. I know everything want to be spread it out, but shit, play. Yeah. Excuse my French, but play man to man defense. Yeah. Well, one one thing about those guys, and me, one thing about me. those guys, where they were much smarter than these crop of players, man. Those guys, yeah. they Oak, Oak was on an interview the other day. Oak said, "Listen, everybody knew their role, and they came and they played their role. They played selfless basketball, and, and that's what it was about, man. The IQ of of those players back in those days." Was uh, was a lot different. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, hold on that's one second. Up, that's what's up, man. But yeah, man, I love you. I love your show, man. I listen to y'all, man. Before I lay it down, man, and I get again excited by my team, man. Like like I said, I feel like I'm the only uh, Knicks fan in Nashville, man. I'm a number one Knicks fan, <laughs> lose or lose or win it. Hey, it is, hey, hey, I'm I'm all in for the KD thing too, though. I'm all in. Okay. For it. Okay, okay. Hey, listen, I I would think we all are, man, but definitely appreciate you holding it down for us in Cashville, Tennessee. Um and uh keep supporting the show, man. Appreciate you, Dr. Shaw. I love you, bro. All right. All right. Yeah, Jay Ellis, man. You know one thing and, and what he touched on, Jay Ellis, man, this whole MB thing that really have my butt boiling, man. Especially that last one where he damn near jumped. Into Cornette and almost knocked him clean cold. Yeah, almost. That's it's that's dirty, man. That he, is dirty, and I don't understand how these refs don't call fouls when we were getting no respect handle. from the refs today. None, especially, especially that that Trier when he jumped, he yeah. fell on top of Trier. Yeah, after he missed, after he blocked the layup on the buzzer sound. Well, like, ISO never gets calls. You know that. Yeah, yo, ISO never gets never calls, gets calls. He, he gets a straight rookie like, treatment. He landed on him. Yeah, he said, like isn't correct me if I'm wrong because because isn't the play like isn't the foul supposed to be not just when you block the ball but after you land like you have to take 
take both motions into account, man. I don't understand. I so gets no respect from the refs. Yeah, he's a rookie, but still, man, some of these calls were just egregious. They let MB get away with murder. Cornette damn near gets KO'd on that last one at the end of the at the end of the quarter. No Nick comes to his aid, JLS. Come on, man. Somebody yeah, man, throw a push or something, man. Come on, man. That's 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 the Enos Cantor that we needed. That's like we need we we you know have like yeah. uh, Enos Cantor is not a good defender. But man, like you he's it's still nice to have that damage. Yeah, at ball. least he'll man up, man. Yeah, man. It's like, God, come on, dog. Like, get in his face. Help him out. Like, let him know that that's not going to fly here. You know, that's it, it's that's all a part of protecting your home court, JLS. You have to make these teams come in and respect us. They, We have to be respected on a home court, man. You cannot allow these dudes just to have their way. And think they can get away with it, especially Joel Embiid. Yeah, your good point, Father Peace. Uh, Mitch ain't in the game either. Mitch could. Oh Mitch, yeah, Mitch. I can see Mitch doing that. We we miss that. Mitch. We yeah. we miss Mitch. Goon Squad, Mitch. We yeah, miss Goon Mitch squad. out there. Mitch would have definitely uh, exerted himself, made his presence felt in this game today. No doubt about it, man. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Dude, we we got to check these dudes, man. I hope Fizdale said something in the locker room like, listen, you fought. It was a commendable effort. It was a gritty, gritty uh, uh, play down the end, especially on the defensive end. But, you know, when your guy gets KO'd, not once, not twice, like, yo, he's the reason why he's wearing a mask, why Cornette is wearing he, a mask. Yeah, he's the reason. Yeah, it happened in the 76ers game, You, you got to check him, man. You got to check him. Logan Middleton says Vonley is too polite. He needs to smack somebody. You know what I mean? Vonley got all those muscles for nothing, man. Yeah, Vonley is nice, like a nice. You, like you got to throw a guy on the floor, man. You got to throw a, nice, a guy on the floor. He's Let's, a nice giant. I, I remember. I remember gentle giant. Played, yeah, gentle, gentle giant. I remember when we played um the Bucks and uh, Giannis. I think he Giannis dunked on him, mm-hmm. and after when he's running back and he pushes Vonley two hands. And I looked at that Vonley, and Vonley had, like, no facial expression. Like, yeah. He was just blank. And I was like, yo, you're not going to push him back? Like, Facts. You, you, <laughs> I was kind of surprised. He just kind of walked off like nothing happened. Shout out to the police doing their job. Yo, police are always out looking for you, J. Ellis, man. I hope I hope you good over there, man. I hope you don't have no unwanted business out here in the streets, man. No, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm live right now. My alibi is set. <laughs> now I hear you, I hear you Alright, let's go back to the phones We got some people want to chime in um, Steven from New York He wants to talk about Canner uh, and the Nick defense How you doing, Steven? What's going on, Doctor? How you doing? How y'all doing? Good, man, how you feeling, bro? I'm excellent and expecting better Check this out I wanted to, I wanted to um, ask What's up with Ennis Cantor? Why, why didn't he play? Is he hurt? Well, they say he's um, flu-like symptoms. Um, there has been speculation around Nick's okay. camp when he went to the burger spot and, and looked like he devoured seven or eight burgers, JLS. He might have had a case of the mud butt. But uh, <laughs> the, the organization has <laughs> done their yeah, best. Let me find out it was White Castle. No, 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 no. Oh, no. If it was let White Castle, out. he would have been in the ER. <laughs> let me find out he... Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, hey, check this out. Uh, another question about Ennis Cantor. Do you think Fizdale is doing them right? Because Fizdale said you got to earn your play. Yeah. And I think, in my opinion, Fizdale, uh, 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 Ennis Cantor 
he's a double double waiting to happen, and, and a pretty high double double. He, he, you know, he, he don't get punk numbers. He gets uh, pretty high double doubles, and I'm trying to figure out. And, and I understand why he seems a little frustrated because he's like, "Yo, I had to earn it." You know what I'm saying? If everybody has to earn it, why am I coming off the bench? And I know he's mixing things up and checking out. You know, you you, you check, you're supposed to have a good attitude while you're in, in you know, in the middle of craziness. But Ennis Cantor, in my book, earned it almost more than anybody. Now, I would I would say that Noah Von Lee, Noah Von Lee, messed around and got confidence because of his time. But still, if you had to earn it, Ennis Cantor from the very beginning earned it. And I think he's getting thirty. Well, what do y'all think about that? Well, I mean, look, you know, the thing about Canner is that he's just not going to be back next year. Less likely to be back next year. So with that, you know, yes, Fisdale says keep what you kill, but they're also trying to prioritize getting some of these young guys some looks because um, you know a guy like a Luke Cornett. You really want to see if you want to bring back on the cheap and continue his development, whereas a guy like Canner, who's making 18 mil this year, is going to be looking to make northwards of that next year and and beyond. He's less likely to be back um, with his team. Okay, listen, you know what? I hear what you're saying. I do understand. At the same time, if the coach says, you know, you earn your stuff and you, but you know what? Ennis Cantor was playing so well that he said, I want my name to be up there on the rafters. That's what he said. He said, I want to I want to retire, Nick, and, yeah. and I want my name to be on the rafters. And then, like, the very next game, he, like, he, he like, got little minutes. I was like, oh, man. And, and he went from way high, talking about, you know, how Latrell Speedwell said, uh, you know, I want to be one of the all-time Knicks greats or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. And then he was, like, treated like chopped liver. And, and as much as I like Fisdale, yeah, I, that that that's kind of not cool, especially when you say when when you say you have to earn your playing minutes. No one, no one's guaranteed anything. And and what's what's up? What talk to me? I hear that. Well, that, that, that's what I'm saying. It, it, it's a contrast. What you said, I understand, but it's kind of like the contradiction of what you said. It is. Said, it you is. Know what I'm and, and you know, listen, Fisdale is going to learn it. And appreciate the call, Stephen. Fisdale is going to learn Jay Ellis over time. You know what to say and what not to say, and understand that the things that he does say will come back and bite him uh, at some point. You know what I mean? Um, but but speaking on the Canada topic, obviously you know the deal in terms of his long-term future here. What did you think about, I don't think me and you got to touch on the um, the Zebo rumors with Sacramento. What did you think about that in terms of those trade prospects? Um, let's, as, if we get like a pickback, I'm yeah, with it. That's my thing as well. We need a pickback. Need an need a asset back for, for the, yeah. in that Zebo trade. Yeah, I feel like we either need an asset back or we need to get rid of or if we get attached something like a Courtney Lee back, then I'm I'm great with that. Yeah. I I agree with that, man. Um definitely need some sort of at least a second round pick, you know. Yeah. Uh, just a salary dump doesn't really make sense for me. If we if we're able to dump a Courtney Lee on top of that, which for the Kings would give them some nice veteran uh depth for their bench. As they uh, potentially make a playoff run, so yeah, I'm, I'm trying to fleece the Kings here, but I'm trying to sell them on our, on our two solid veterans, JLs. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> Vladi right. Divac, I'll let yeah. you, boy. Looking like a used car salesman. Right looking now. like a looking like a used car salesman. Well, <laughs> in all reality, I know Knicks players, Knicks fan, Knicks, some Knicks players on Twitter and stuff don't like Enos Cancer. Yeah, but, but um, 
Enes Kanter is a useful player. He's just not a useful starting center. You know yes. what I'm saying? It's, it's a difference. Like, you can see, I felt like when we had Enes Kanter off the bench, um, he was a lot more effective. His plus minus was up. And he was just able to punish that second unit center. Mm-hmm. Time after time after time. Um, and... I feel like um, Enos Cancer on the on the Kings would give the Kings a pretty good boost off the off the bench. Yeah, real talk. I think he could help them. Not even trying to you know uh, BS him. I, I think he could definitely help them. Uh, but now his his bond, he's saying that um, it could potentially be the Japari Parker scenario uh, for Canada. That's that's the latest the latest uh, rumors uh, on the Canada deal. That don't even make sense. Well, if if you're talking about um, the thing with Jabari Park is that twenty million dollar player option. If you're able to, you know, cut that off the books, then that would inch us a little bit closer in, in terms of that vet max deal that we're looking to uh, to offer. But, but Enos from Jabari straight up is still one to one. No, no, no. Uh, I, well, they're saying that a third team would be needed. Um, so, you know, okay. take take it for what it's worth. But th- that's the latest rumor there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm like, I don't. Why do I want Jabari here to cut him for Enos if, if Enos is going to expire anyway? Right. So to me, I don't make sense. And Jabari makes it. Yeah. Well, okay. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just the latest scuttle. But uh, all right, let's go to Cody from Jersey. He wants to talk about ISO and Dotson. Cody, what's going on, man? How you doing, bro? Yeah. <laughs> just, just the latest. Yo, yo. But uh, all right, Cody from Jersey wants to talk about Cody. Hey, Hey man, just just mute your. Uh, Yo, what's up? Good, good man. How you feeling? Just yep, mute, yep. mute your TV. Yep. Good, good. Um, guys, can we talk about Tria, please? I know I called last time, and I was like, he's really bad right now. Yeah, he yeah. is. Tria is really bad right now, and if um, Fizdell had a great game plan, um, no problem with Fizz. But again, if you're gonna do what you did to Frankie, to Frank, and you're not gonna call out Tria, that's just BS, man. You cannot, you cannot do that. There was, and it's not a matter of his shot not going in. It's like there were two, there were two uh, plays today where he was supposed to pass the ball. Like there were, there were people open, and he did not pass the ball. He took his own shot. And every time, MB probably just basically owned him throughout the game. Mm-hmm. And he's a bit tunnel vision, JL. You know that. He's struggling, and he's a bit tunnel yeah, vision. Yeah, like, and it's like a month long. This is like when, when, has, when has he been back from, from injury? Like about, about a month ago now? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think it's you know if he's hit the wall. Was playing like this, Trey Burke, Frank. Yeah, he would they would have been pulled out. They've been pulled out, mm-hmm. and this is a month long thing when Trier has been horrible. He's slumping, JL. Horrible. He's slumping. I, I'd rather see um, uh, Courtney Lee in there than 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 than. It's not like we don't have options. We have options. Yeah. Yeah. What do, what do you think on ISO struggles, Jay? No, I mean he's right. I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't do Courtney Lee though. I mean. I would if if he was actually trying to trade him. Actually, I actually I want to Courtney to, to play for. We should. I mean, for, we don't know. I mean, Jr. Jr. so desperate right now. Yeah, listen, they might go for for, for Courtney. We, we don't know. Yeah, I would actually. I would actually pick Courtney to try to get his value up because I feel like I still feel like yeah. Might but until little... February seventh, play Courtney. Yeah. yeah, actually, yeah, I actually do agree with that. Actually. But I mean, long term, I would like. If Courtney wasn't here, I definitely would still play Trier if he was struggling, just because you just want him to snap out of it. But uh, with Courtney here and having Absolutely. him need to be traded, like I think I would put I would put Courtney. 
Yeah, yeah but why is Claude, why is uh, Tree getting different treatment than Frank or, or Trey Burke? I I don't know. I don't know. Maybe because he he likes aggressiveness, but he needs to actually he needs to stay true to his word because he talked about ball movement in the beginning of the season and, and moving and passing the ball. And then there's some players. Oh, Trier does not provide you ball movement. Yeah, he turns the other way a little bit with Trier, and because yeah. of his success in the beginning of the season, right? But um, he's not having that same success. So, like, it's it's hard to like. It, I don't know. He, he has to find a balance. It's hard to completely turn on him because he's still playing the way he was in the beginning of the season. But he still has to kind of nudge him a little bit. You know, hey man, saw that guy was over in the corner, right? Like. You still have to kind of tell him. Something. Yeah, no, he's like he's the ultimate black hole right now. He's the ultimate black hole. Like the ball just stays with him. I'm, I'm just like, dude, pass the ball. Yeah, um, I think I, last I point. I thought this was one of the best games that Frank played this year. Um, I love the way he 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 moved the ball. I think I think Frank is basically our Rubio, and Rubio would never get you 20 points a night, but he will run your offense. And I think that's Frank. Um, and, and you know what I appreciate about Luke's game tonight? Like, I can see Luke playing this game in a playoff series. Like, the way he just frustrated Embiid, I was like, you know what, that's pretty good. Like, in a seven-game series, I feel, it's too early to say, but I was like, you know what, that's a pretty good showing by Luke right now. But that, was, that, was, that was probably his best game, I, I think better than the, than the Charlotte game. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I, I agree. This was, this was his best game of the year. This was Luke Cornett's best yeah, game of sure. the year sure. because this this was a battle test for Luke yeah. Cornett, a top team in the East, yeah. um, a, a formidable front line. And listen, man, Luke, he he's tough. He he's tough, man. I, I was impressed by yeah, by right. by Luke's play today he because been, he was been. gritty, man. He was gritty and five dimes. You know, one thing about Luke, he's yep. a smart player, man. That. He's a smart player. He understands what he needs to do out there on both ends of the court. And I think that's why Fizz was so quick to to get him some opportunities in the starting unit uh, early when he came up with the team and, and now, to up to now. Yeah. CP, two more points. I'm sorry, two more points. Yeah, go ahead, man. Uh, Von Lee is not is not a center. He can yeah. guard one to four, but he cannot guard five. Let's not. I know people are saying like he can go one to five. He cannot. Like, well, this was a tough matchup Embiid, for him, though. In, so in, in, in so all fairness, in I mean, how many guys can really check and be a one on one? This was a tough matchup for him. No, yeah, but I, I mean, first, no, 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 no one can stop. But you can, like Cornette did, you can contain him, right? You can make it hard for him yeah. in a way that Noah Von Lake couldn't do that tonight. Even last time they played the 76ers, it was the same thing. Like, last time. Ben Simmons was also abusing him. Not that, not that he's a, a bad thing or not, but I, I think he's a one, two, four, and that's fine. That's 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 not a problem with that. But I think you know he's not a starting center next to KP. I'm I'm, I'm sorry, I don't I don't I don't see that. Okay. All right, Cody. We appreciate the right. call, man. And, um, oh yeah, yeah. One more. Point, Go ahead. I, I, you know, uh, Hicks should be back by mid February. Yeah. I know you guys are <laughs> waiting for that. He'll we be was back waiting late for the February. Isaiah Hicks endorsement. I know, hold on. I know. I know you guys are waiting for it, but he'll be back oh, late February. Uh, put it, you know, let's 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 do a countdown. Let's do let's do a countdown oh, until Hicks God. turns Stop and late February. It, Stop it, I know you guys are waiting for that. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I'm going to start. Uh, I, I'm, I'm cutting his mic. I'm cutting his mic, Jay. Let's go ahead, man. I'm, I'm cutting his mic that. on that note. Hey, if you want to see the Isaiah Countdown, go to uh, my Instagram, uh, The Nick of Time Show. 
Oh my god, you guys are ridiculous. You guys are ridiculous, man. That that's gonna be the next controversy. Hicks is the oh, only man. the only only player not to start in Hicksdale in, in, in Fisdale's musical chair of rotations. So the He's next, gonna give him a look too. CP. Yeah, yeah, we're looking for Timmy to, to to get the uh the coach's bench. That's gonna be the move. It's gonna be the controversial move <laughs> when they start Hicks at the two for Tim Hardaway Jr. Definitely Hicks for point guard. You know what I mean? Hicks at the point, man. Um on the on the Lane topic, JL, it's another another topic that, that I brought up on the last show. Would you trade him? No. Would you trade him at the deadline if if they if you can net if you can net an early two or late one? Would you trade Vonley right now at I'm the way he's that. playing if you nope. think you might not be able to sign him? I mean if I if he's if he's giving you vibes that he don't he doesn't want to come back or he's not gonna resign with you, then yes. But um as far as production, I w- I wouldn't trade him. I would keep him. Mm. I'm not yeah. I mean, like he, he, he plays defense one through four. Yeah, he, he does all the all the little things, and every now and again he can take over a quarter for you. For, see, I see a, a lot of yeses in the best. chat. Mm. See a lot of yeses in the chat. Go ahead, finish finish your point. Yeah, yeah, I, I would actually sign. I would resign him. I feel like as far as the depth chart, who I'm most who I'm most sure about talent wise, mm-hmm. and what they bring to this team, like. As cool as Moody has been playing, he still has holes in his game. I know Vonley has holes in his game too, but I feel like there's more use for Vonley. And there's a lot more, you know, there's a lot more um room to get like a Moody. Yeah. Or another point guard here. That's true. I think I'm not sure if there's a lot of Von, I'm not sure if there's a lot of room to get another Vonley. Yeah. I would still gauge the market though. I would still gauge the market and, and see how it plays out. You know, you never know. You might see uh a, a, uh maybe a Houston. Maybe, um, maybe Lakers. Um, one of the one of these Philly, Philly. He was rumored for Philly. Shout out Dave Early with um, Dave is a uh, a Philly Sixers blogger who who had mentioned some, that. You think somebody's gonna give him a, a first for him? I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Think of a contending team who is who is uh, cap strapped. You know, looking to make a run and doesn't really. Mind right. parting with a late round pick like a, a to get some depth. Might, like a first, you might have to consider it. But um, I do it for I do it for a late first. I do it. You might have to consider that a second. Hep, nah. Yeah. At the very least, you got to listen, right? At the very yeah. least, you got to listen. That's all I'm saying. Just, just listen. You never know. How many? He's like, how many Swiss Army knives are there out there? Yeah. He's, no, he's he's our it's best player. He's our it's best player. Lot. I'm not sure. And yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure if there's a lot to, you, to pull from. You could argue he's he's been the MVP of the season for this team so far, uh, for this ten win team. <laughs> if if there was an MVP, it, it would yeah. probably be him. Yeah, but but yeah. A, a late first would be nice, man. A late first would be nice. Um, I don't know if he's, yeah, I don't know. I don't see that happening. A late first. Yeah. Never know, never know. All right, let's go to Ari. Ari was at the game. We're going to go to Ari, and then uh, we'll do some player ratings. I think this game was player rating worthy, Jails. What do you think? Yeah. I think it was player rating worthy. All right, Ari, what's good, man? How was the game? How was the vibes? What would you take away today? What's up, guys? Uh, the game and the vibe, um, 
So uh, a lot of a lot of Eagles fans at the game. Oh, boo! Boo the Eagles fans! Get them out of here! I hope we, these dudes lose by forty. We had to we, we had to drown them out. Good, but, um, good. Yeah, listen. I mean, I I I don't again. You know, great L, great L in my opinion. Good Obviously, uh, I don't think there's any coincidence. I don't think that there's any coincidence that when Tim Hardaway Jr. is out, Kevin Knox has his best game of the season. Good point. I think we Good need point. to um, two points for Ari. If this I've was around, I've been calling this in. I've been, I've been calling, calling this in the entire time. I want to self-proclaim myself the president of the trade, Timmy Jr. <laughs> fan club over here. No, listen, um, listen, listen. Great, go ahead, Jails. Go ahead, Jails. There's a lot of people gunning for that title, dog. You're not the only. <laughs> There's like six, seven, eighty y'all. Carlito. Uh, uh, oh my God, too many to name, man. But yeah, got TMG on my on my chat. Too many to name, man. Too There's many to lot. name. There's a lot of them. Factuals, factuals. Go ahead, go ahead. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. You know, so like, like I said, you know, now that Tim Timmy's out, you know, what did, what does Fizdale do? He features Kevin Knox, and he goes for 31 on over 50 percent shooting. Yep. Against arguably, you know, Jimmy Butler and Ben Simmons, guys who are very good defenders. So I think that was definitely a step forward. And I yeah. think um, I know I know Jay Ellis was saying we should shut down Timmy for that plantar fasciitis for a little bit. I think so. Um, you know, I'm still kind of hopeful. I'm still kind of hopeful that we could play him a little bit and have him put up a couple twenty point games and try to trade him. But I don't know. I don't know if that's going to happen um, at this point. But you know, there would be nothing better for the season than to watch Tim Hardaway Jr. get traded. Um, that's just my personal opinion. Uh, um, besides, besides, besides that, I do think Ennis Cantor was very missed today. Um, I know people, I know he's very polarizing, uh, Nick. You know, we couldn't rebound today. The last yeah. three possessions of the game, Ben Simmons got rebounds. Yeah. Yeah, JJ Reddick got Ben Simmons got a couple of rebounds in the last three minutes of the game, which led to a JJ Reddick jumper, which and then another rebound, which led to like a Joel Embiid foul, and that went the, um, we were down by two, and then went back up to seven, and the game was pretty much over um, at that point. Also, um, what I think, you know, that foul that Embiid had on Cornet, if if Cantor was on the floor, that would have never flied. Like, it would have been a scuffle. He would have got in his face, did some LeBron James, you know, whisper in his ear, <laughs> like what he did last year. And, you know, he, he's, the, he's the only guy on the team. Me and my boy were talking about it. You know, you could tell. Like, I was pretty, I was sitting pretty close. You, I think Joel Embiid went out last night a little too hard because he was dragging and he was, he was looking sloppy out there. Um, oh, he did. He, 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 he looked gassed. Yeah, you know, a Sunday night matinee game in the garden. He probably got in Friday night, uh, Saturday night. Facts. So, you know, you probably went out a little too hard. But, um, you know, I just think that, you know, we were like saying like, oh, Embiid and like, you know, Jimmy Butler, they probably went out and the Knicks were probably like studying tape. And like, we don't have any like tough, we don't have any guys who are like tough, tough guys yeah. besides Dennis Cantor. Right. Um, he's, he's the only one that's going to stand up to a punk like Embiid. And be like, yo, like, like too, you know, yeah. stop messing with my guy. You know what I mean? True, indeed. True. So indeed, um, I think between his his re his rebounding and um, you know his just leap energy, I think is would have been today would have been definitely needed. And um, what else do I? What else is that? Um, you know, I remember last time I called in, I was like, why is Tim Hardaway getting all of these minutes if um, you know we're trying to like teach the young, like get the young guys going, like develop the young guys. 
And then Jay Ellis is like, he's like on the border. He's like 26. So do you think we could probably develop him? But Cantor is also 26. They're the same age, Cantor and Timmy. I don't understand why Timmy's getting, you know, the the, the star treatment. Because t- Timmy's not the expiring like deal. Back to Turkey. The t- Timmy's not the expiring deal. I, That's the reason. Right. You stuck with him. The Knicks invested in him and are invested in him in exactly. long term money-wise, so they kind of have to. You know, like, Cannon, Cannon was Cannon was the best right. we could have gotten in the Melo deal. Unfortunately, he's just making too much money to logically build around him when you have to pay KP already. That's just that's it. It's it's not that he's a, a bad person. Right. It's not that you know he doesn't contribute what he can contribute uh, on the boards and on in the points and and you know some of that that mix it up. You know, it mixes it up. He's just not the guy you can put that money into. At that style of play. No, agreed. You definitely can't put the money. I wouldn't put the money into him either. I just like, you know, if our if our priority this year is player development, yeah, then Tim Hardaway Jr. is the one. Like Courtney Lee doesn't stunt the growth of the players. Like Tim Tim Hardaway Jr. takes too much shots, too many shots. His usage is too high, and you can see it. He was off the court today, and then they featured Kevin Knox, and he had the. 31 points on over 50% shooting against great de- uh, great defensive teams. So it's like, you know, if, if that's the goal to get these guys better, then, you know, I don't see Tim Hardaway Jr. fitting into that into that niche. And, I, and maybe that's why, I mean, I'm not sure how long they're going to keep him out for. But, um, you know, the longer he's out, <laughs> I hate to say it, cause I know, I, you know, I, I think he could be useful on, like, a, a team that needs, like, a six-man scoring spark off the bench. But for us, he's like he can't be your go-to guy. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's just ridiculous. And yeah. you know, right. I think that he, not only does he stunt Knox's growth, he stunts ISO's growth also, and he stunts you know anybody Dotson's growth also. Anybody True. who needs the ball, um, you know, he stunts their growth. But um, that's that's pretty much it. And if it's regards to Vonleh, you know, I personally would keep him. I wouldn't trade him unless I could attach Courtney Lee or Tim Hardaway to him somehow. Okay. Um, he, he definitely, you know, I think I think he could guard fives, but like you said, Embiid is um is is a, is a unique beast. Yes, but um, different matchup, man. You know, I yeah. So yeah, besides that, I think the decent defense and overall okay out today. So I can't right. complain. Pre- appreciate the call, Art. Right. You know, listen, you, you can't listen. His points on Timmy are valid. I just think we stuck with him, Jay Ellis, and, and you're just better off hoping that the team can improve um, with him as a lower level option, and and hope that he can help that way. Yeah, man, it'd be cool if we actually had the balls to make him six man instead exactly. of like playing. He's just instead of just playing on his salary because that's what he really is. And even the assist tonight, I think we had 25 assists tonight. Like the ball movement was a lot better. The the defense. Is, is is better when he? I mean, for the first half defense was, but <laughs> it's just right. it's just it's just we. I don't know. We're stuck with him, so we gotta we gotta we gotta make. I'm hoping. I'm still. I'm trying. I'm praying that his heel, like heals. <laughs> hoping his heel heals. Yeah, and he plays close to what he was playing like in the beginning of the season. Plus Facts. some defense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, nah, I hear you, man. I hear you. Speedy recovery to Tim Hardaway Jr. All right, Jails, we got um, we got some other people on the line. Let's go to these player ratings real quick, and then we will get to those people. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Sunday matinee show. I like I like these early starts, Jails. You, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Man. I like yeah, these I early starts, man. 
I got to record a podcast right after this. True, true, true. All right, so real quick, we're going to get to um, the guys on the phone in a second. So Steve, Jamal, uh, Tavi, Omar, just hold on one second. Paul from LABC as well. Shout out everybody in the chat today. Mark Reyes, DJ Joyce, Above the Rim, Paul Quick, uh, Zombie Jr., Alex Collins from Ireland. What's going on? Uh, JLs, who you got in your chats today? Yo, president of the Isaiah Hicks fan club, Cody Emanuel. Cody Emanuel. We had to cut Cody's mic for that for that Isaiah Hicks remark, <laughs> but he, he's he's always a friend of the program. <laughs> you good, Cody? You good here with me? I'm yeah, like he's good peoples. Cody's good peoples. Man. <laughs> who, uh, who? How we got uh, uh, Facebook and, and Periscope? Hold on, hold on, I gotta hold on. Let me, me hold down my, my YouTube. Okay. Uh, Craig Williams. Uh, they call me Tack. Frank did I today? Tack. Yep. And the point guard. Shout out, Tack. Uh, Bob Shan. Um, HB Mac. What up? HB Mac. Custer. What up? Yuska, what's up? Uh, CJ Rayford, right, CH. All right, I see a couple of hashtag new. If you knew on my, on my chat, <laughs> hashtag, hashtag new. new. Shout hashtag out to all the new, new people, chat, man. If you, man. If you knew, let me know what's up. Yeah, absolutely, so, man. Absolutely. I'll give you that shout out today. Um. Oh yeah, Drip Bayless. What's good, Drip? I, I don't. I'm not here on Sunday, so maybe he's like these are the Sunday guys. Michael yeah. Parker, what up, man? Rich boy, what up, Carmine Losa? All right, I guess I gotta hit Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, yeah, shout out to all the new people, man. If you guys are new, give us a hashtag new. Um, my three stars for the night, J. Ellis. I'm gonna go with in the play rating segment of the show. Um, where am I gonna go with this? Number three. That three is always that. Mm. That three is always that. Mm. Give me Frank. Give me Frank. You can go with numbers or you can go plus minus. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you can. Uh, I got to go Frank, though. I got to go yeah. Frank. I, I I thought Frank's minutes on both ends of the, fl- of the floor was what kept it close in the second and what kept it close down the stretch in the end. Uh, coming back off the injury, coming back off the inconsistent play. Um, you know, he's a plus 10 on the night. Six dimes for Frank, eight points, two steals and a block. Like I said, I, I like what Frank gave us there, so I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him the third. Number two, I'm definitely gonna go Cornet. Cornet was excellent. Twenty three points, five assists, five boards, fifty percent shooting, almost fifty from three, plus twenty five on the night. Say what you will about plus minus, but he had the best stretch of anyone on the game, and it was clear from the eye test as well. Luke Cornet with his best game as a Nick. By far, so that's my number two, and obviously number one, Kevin Knox. What more can you say? Thirty-one points, seven boards, plus eleven on the night. Fifty percent shooting, fifty percent three-point shooting. He was excellent, man. Three for four from the field, free throw line. Kevin Knox had his best game of the year, man. So those are my three. That that's the easy three, man. Who who are you going with? Um, listen, man, I am also going with Frank at the, at the third spot. Mm-hmm. I liked the aggressiveness. Um, both both ends of the floor offensively and defensively affect the game, and he put a stamp on the game. He didn't play skirt. He, he almost he almost almost put Embiid in a highlight reel. Um, he almost dropped him. I wish he did, but I'm going Frank number three. Um, I'm going Knox number two. I'm going Knox number two. Okay. Uh, uh thirty-one point seven rebounds, career high, fifty-two percent. Mm-hmm. Pretty damn efficient game. I love what I saw from Knox. 
played pretty good offense. Oh, you going Knox too? Interesting. I'm going Knox. Yeah, okay. I'm going Knox okay. Too. Plus eleven on the night, career high, which is dope. I'm I'm going um Luke number one off of just because of that crazy, just because I like what he did versus Embiid. Man, he made it difficult for Embiid. He, he fought. He fought to the, point, to the point where Embiid had to damn near. Hit him in the with elbows. He had to uh, cheat just to win. Yeah, yeah, he had to cheat to win pretty much. Plus twenty five versus Embiid is not a small a feat. A guy who's supposed to be a top ten player in his league, and you kind of made him work. So yeah, I'm going with twenty three, the twenty three five rebounds, five assists, uh, steal, and frustrating the hell out of Embiid. I'm going in number one. Okay. Okay, I can't, I can't knock it. I can't knock it. I, I went with Knox um, because I, I thought he was the most consistent tonight, and, and I was impressed with his offense. Um, but you can't, not, you can't go wrong with Cornette either. I thought Cornette was good for us as well. Um, with that said, give me some player ratings. What would you give Luke? What would you give Knox? Uh, what would you give those guys? Whew. Player ratings, player ratings, player ratings. Um, I would give... Frank seven, I would give Knox. I would give Knox an eight and a. I'll give Knox eight and a half, and I'll yeah. give Luke eight 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 and a eight point seven. Edges him out. <laughs> I'm giving Knox and Luke Cornett nines. Okay. I'm giving them nines. I thought quality of opponent meant a lot. I thought uh, coming back from the twenty four point deficit. And, and having a hand in that, I thought they showed great poise. I'm giving them nines. This was as good at 50% shooting for both of them. Uh, I thought that was as good as it's going to get, man. I think that's as good as it's going to get. For Frank, I would give Frank um, I would give Frank a seven. Only because, you know, you, you the points could have been a little bit better. But listen, I thought he orchestrated the offense well. His defense was good. And and I, I thought it was a seven. Ball quick says the bar is low. Listen, I think like I said, if we're watching the game, the game changed when he was in the game. JLs, well, yeah. I mean, what more do you want? The impact on the game. Yeah, it's, it, like it's sometimes more than the shot clock than the stat sheet will show. Go ahead. No, I agree with you. Like he's out the game, you're down uh, sixteen and twenty. He's in the game, it's cut to ten. Right. And you see a lot of the shots people are making off his dribble penetration. Um, then, and he has success, and then yeah, and he's also playing defense, and he gets a key block at the end to keep things close. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I listen. I, I just think you got to give credit where credit is due, man. I don't. I don't necessarily think we setting the bar low. I just think from what I saw. The the game changed with Frank. I can't keep saying it enough because the the game changed with Frank. Um, so I will give him a seven on that. How about um, Hazonia? What are you giving Hazonia tonight? Nine points, five boards, fifty percent. I thought Hazonia gave him some good minutes. What, what do you think? I mean, he's honorable mention. You, know? I'll give him a seven. Too. I give him he's a seven as well. I give him a seven it, as well. It, he's honorable mention. He just he just, he just had to pick three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I give Hazonia honorable mention as well. Um, certainly um, has been playing well. Has been Moody, well. though. What do you think about Moody, man? Because <sighs> Moody is a tough case. Moody is a tough case because at one point defensively, he's not really giving you what you need. I think I thought he killed us in the first half. Yeah, he uh, killed us. Killed us defense. Killed us in the first half. Um, came to life in the second half on the offensive end. Fourth quarter, I thought he had. He had a good fourth. Yeah, he had a good fourth. 
Yeah. Uh, Moutier, I mean, obviously that's another honorable mention because I thought he did have a good fourth. You would have to give him. You would have to give him a seven as well. You would have to mm. give him a seven as well. Nineteen points, four dimes. Um, yeah. You know the shooting percentage wasn't that good. Three point percentage wasn't good at all. Four for four from the line. Uh, you know, tried to win it for us at the end. You know, but he he started slow. Started the game off slow. Uh, wasn't getting us involved. And uh, you know, defense wasn't wasn't uh, wasn't good at all. So. I give him I give him a seven, just giving him the benefit of the doubt. Quality of opponent over mm-hmm. the six. Interesting to see. I want. I really want to see if Moody can put together a good defensive, like run, run, run like a few games of good defense, man. Like because he is, it's really what's keeping him from being like real solid. Like when people are saying, "Yes, that's my guy." You know yeah. what? Maybe I can take a chance. Right, like the defense has to be at least adequate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, I hear that, man. No, yeah. I hear that. Uh, that's a multiple apples. What's going on? Shout out to everybody in the chat. What were your uh, player ratings for Kevin Knox, Luke Cornett? Uh, what were your ratings for Frank Nilakina, Emmanuel Moutier, Mario Hazoni? Leave it in the chat. Leave it in the comment section. Let us know what you guys thought about those guys tonight. And that was the player ratings segment of the show. Jay Ellis. All right, so we're moving along. We'll take some more calls. Uh, get into some of the highlights of, from the college games. There was a couple couple uh, good games from some of the Knicks prospects over the weekend. Knicks draft prospects. So we'll get into some of those highlights as well. Um, next man up is Steve from LI. He wants to talk about the game in general and Ben Simmons. Steve, what's going on, bro? Hey, how you guys doing? Good. How you feeling, bro? Good, man. Good. Hey, let me let me say before before I start talking about our Knicks, man. I just want to point out uh, how much Ben Simmons' defense was putrid, and was the biggest reason for our comeback. I mean, if you, I want you guys to look at the highlights and watch how many times uh, we blew by Ben Simmons, and after we scored, he just put his head down. It's, it's hilarious. Yeah. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. I want you guys to look at the. I, I promise. I promise. It's funny. And uh, I heard a lot of talk about uh, about uh, how soft we are, and, mm. and I agree. But that's for two reasons. Uh, and, and they are. Well, let me see. Are we kids? We kids. We're young. We young team in the NBA that don't bench press over three hundred pounds like Oak and the boys did. <laughs> and uh, and close. And, and, and you know, what I'm saying the closest person to to, to our '90s Knicks is Hendis Cantor. And, uh, you know, and, and he might not be around for too long yet. Um, yeah, and, of course, the rule changes. The rule changes affect us also. I mean, you can't do anything without yeah. getting tossed out of the game today. I you mean, listen, I mean? man, right, guys, Courtney Lee, you guys got to say. appreciate it, Steve. I mean, listen, JLS, you got Courtney Lee on the bench right, in the man. suit. You got Lance Thomas. He's a captain of the team. He's not going to be getting no playing time. Get off the bench and throw a haymaker, man. Lance Thomas got burned today. He's he did. Still not, he's still not doing nothing. But he's not that important. Get off the bench and stand up for your team, man. <laughs> you know, you got Cornette. Cornette's out there taking taking jawbreakers, man. He almost had his jaw broken on that one headbutt by Embiid, man. Somebody hey, save him. Hey, Lance, Brooklyn boy, Lance, I think you're important. You know, Lance is from Brooklyn, man. You know? <laughs> Don't pay my guy from Brooklyn. Don't give, do that. Give me, give me an eye rake or something, JL, or something, <laughs> you know? Come on, man. 
<laughs> now somebody got to stand up. That's for sure. Man. Somebody yeah. stand up for yeah, us, please. Bullying our squad. Everybody just grin and smile. Somebody and stand up for us, please, man. All right, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna patch in Jamal from Jersey, JL. So I'm gonna throw it on you and um just grab something to drink real quick. Jamal, how you feeling, bro? What's up, fellas? How y'all doing? Good. How you feeling, man? You're on with Jay Ellis. The Jay J- Ellis right. and Jamal shows back. Hey, JJ. All right, no problem, man. What up, Jay? How you doing, brother? I'm good. You enjoying this loft today? All right. <laughs> what do you think about the game, man? I'm good. I, I, um, I just don't understand why some of our fans just keep giving Frank a hard time. Frank clearly controls the pace. He he. Even when he tried to get to the basket, everything was strong. He was decisive today. And, I mean, I don't think there's nobody else on our team that made that play where he lost his shoe and hustled all the way back down and got the steal. Yeah. And we end up on the break as a result of it. That was a big I mean, I just don't understand. I don't understand how people viewing and just judging. It seems like if you ain't getting buckets, people can't really see your value these days. Ding, ding, ding. But uh, Frank <laughs> is definitely a keeper. All he needs is we need a trade where we sending out more players than what we get into where he know he could get the time, his mind could be relaxed, and he'll develop and be everything that we need. Trust me. I'm not worried about Frank. Oh, yeah, no, you, I'm right. And I'm uh, right Kevin Knox. Go ahead. Kevin Knox showing he a big time player. He he doing what he doing without even like commanding the ball. He usually goes stretches without getting it. He make the most out of his opportunities, and I'm just happy to see his growth. And like today was the, the best kind of loss you could have, where he he get even more confidence in the team, play well and fight and show that you know we will be a team to be reckoned with in in, in, in due time. Yeah, man, and, yeah. and uh, pretty much. Yeah, I'm sorry. Pretty much, Moutier. Moutier is just looking to create his own offense at this point. <clears throat> Frank is creating for himself and others. If the opportunities pass, it's time to move on from Moutier. Move on from Cantor. He's selfish. He's talking about he planned on making the all-star and doing all Everything <laughs> was fine. He was fine with getting numbers on a bad team until his playing time got cut. And he's not a professional like Courtney Lee and the rest of these guys. So now he's crying and eating 18 cheeseburgers the day before the game. <laughs> it was the stress. Doing all of this the stress was too much to handle. Like, the stress was too much to handle for It's just selfishness. We, we, we don't need that. He's he trying to go to Joe Kim Noah right route where he's going to get himself banished from the team. Go wrestle. Go do what else you never need to do. We just don't need that selfishness because he's clearly showing he's selfish. Oh, man. Yeah, true indeed. Appreciate and, uh, the call, man. I just man. wanted to know if you guys – all right, if you guys plan on having any more viewing parties or hitting any more games this year? If y'all do, just share it after we hang up. Um, Yeah, we're supposed to. Um, I got to link up with Nick's Film School and them guys and see what the plan is. But I, I think we were supposed to. I think right. the plan was to do another watch party. In terms of games, I'm trying to get to uh, that Mavs game, JLs. I don't know if you want to do a live on location and go to the game. Trying to get to that Mavs game, I gotta see this Luka Doncic in person, man. I want to okay. see what that kid's looking like, man. I don't want to see that in person. <laughs> <laughs> yo, Knox, yo, Knox versus Luka is a good ticket. Now, don't sleep. All right, all right, all right. Don't sleep, and we played him. We played him tough in in that uh that first no, game, did. man. We did. We definitely did. Yeah, man. So yeah, Jamal will definitely keep you guys posted on that. Um, if anybody either wants to go to a game or we end up doing a watch party, we definitely keep you posted, man. That first watch party was off the chain. We had a lot of fun, man. 
was. I had a lot of fun. All right, JL, so let's go to Tavi from VA. He wants to talk about Luke Cornett. Tavi, how you feeling, bro? What's up, Rose? How, how you, you feeling? Um, so my question was about um, the play on Luke, where you got, I think, jabbed or um, <laughs> essentially slammed to the ground by the Philly player. The Philly player, I don't remember his name. Yeah. Um, so, in your opinion, do you think that was more of a bang bang play, or was was that more of a dirty, dirty play? I saw it as a dirty play. I just because that's the type of player. Uh, and B it is You know it's like If Patrick Beverly Did something like that Patrick Beverly's a dirty player mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying Yeah those guys Just don't get the benefit Of yeah. the dive Because they're presented by- And my fault That was extremely loud I'm trying to get These cornet highlights My fault um, But yeah that's just Their history That's just <laughs> their history Man so You know It is what it is The referees will look at it Hopefully you know um, ho- Hopefully And B is, doesn't get that That call is, again He was Um he was complaining to the referee, like after he did it, that I guess he was fouled on the other end or something. But yeah, yeah, he was, he, he was, man. And um, pre- appreciate the call, man. As we pull these Luke Cornett highlights up, I mean, what are you gonna do, JLS? We got no respect, man. It's like Rodney Dangerfield, man. No respect. No I'm just respect. waiting for. I'm I'm waiting for Mitch. Get back on the court. <laughs> Coon yeah. squad. Let's you know, go. Squad, Louisiana gangster. Let's go. Back on the court. Next season, he's going to hit the weight room. He's going to come back browdick, and he's going to be pressing dude. Let's he's go. Like, he's already he's already pressing dude. That's and right. And, and he's, and he's a rookie. He's 18 years old, man. 18 years old. We Pulling we up we on the Morris twins. Like, what's exactly. really good? We what y'all want to do? He, I think I'm going to outweigh him by like a pound or two, and he's mm-hmm. still pressing dude. So watch next season. Watch. Absolutely, that man. That ain't happening with no MB versus Nah. He's going to step up. Nah, not at all, man. All right, let's go to Omar from Manhattan. He wants to talk about the game and the young guys moving forward. Omar, how you feeling, bro? What's up, guys? How you doing? Good. How you feeling, bro? First, CP, got to call you out. Oh, uh, man. what I do, man? You did it. We did are concentrating. We're concentrating too much on Embiid. This is what, 20 years ago would have been nothing. Who cares if you know throw a couple elbows? That's that's typical basketball. He looks like a choir boy. But but if we not clapping back, Omar, come on, man, nah, we gotta clap. Nah, he's dirty, man. He's dirty, man. He's dirty. He's dirty, man. The refs just have to keep it under control. He deserved the tech. He deserved the tech after he you know went back and butted heads with Cornette. You just gotta put that under control. But you know what? Highlight the positive from that. Cornette isn't soft. Like he yeah. didn't back down. He's actually, like, kind of frisky, and he accepts him. He goes right back at him. Yeah. I, I gave you him know? credit. I gave Courtney I mean, credit. I said he had a gritty game. A he had a, he definitely had a gritty game. I was proud of his no, effort. No, no, I, of course, you guys definitely giving him his due. But I'm saying, uh, even from that last Philly game, when he got, you know, his nose broken from him, yeah. that thing still has him back down from him. That says something to the kid. Yeah. I mean, he's, you know, 7-1, doughy, has no muscles. But he ain't scared. He said doughy. He said doughy, Jails. Uh, he is, man. He, 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 looks like, he looks like a lot of marshmallow fluff. Like he needs to hit the weight room with, with the rest of them. With Knox and Mitchell and all these guys. Um, but, you know, like marshmallows. the thing about Cornette, guys, is that, you know, 
he's obviously like like we said, he's like a poor man's KP. Yeah. And the fact that he's a plus twenty five tonight against Embiid, that just highlights his weakness in guarding the perimeter. Yep. And the thing about Cornet, you gotta like distinguish from let's say other bigs who can shoot. Like you know, Von has been solid, like he can hit it an open three. But Cornet has that quick trigger, you know? Got that quick release. Yes. Vonley doesn't really have that. And the difference in that is that that quick trigger really, really stretches the floor. Yep. Where, like, you can't leave him. Yep. Like, you can't just try to rotate off of him. you got to stick a body on him. And when you see how that opens things up, those backdoor cuts that you see with Izonia and Knox now um, and Moutier, uh, that's, like, the KP element that gets me excited because you see Knox playing well with that. And, you know, KP got that quick trigger that really stretches the floor for everybody. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I think KP gets back, how he fits with Knox and how you see Frank play, has played well with KP in the past, I think that's the most promising thing. I don't know why guys, just to segue into Frank, are so down on him. He's 20 years old. People are, have been so excited about Trier. Trier's actually older than Moody. He's actually a couple months older than Moody. That's crazy. Pierre kind of is what he is. And I'll, to be honest, are you guys married to him this offseason? We have a team option for next season. You necessarily want to bring him back at three point something million, whatever it is. That's like like a lottery picks money. That's what I he's making. Bring, I, would, I would still keep. I would still keep ISO. Yeah, I would still keep him. Too, I, would, I, mean. I would still keep him. And you can keep him and sign him using like your exception or whatever. Yeah. But I'm not necessarily married to him because I don't know where he's going, and his style, like, if you look back to his days with Arizona, he had DeAndre Ayton on his team and Laurie Markkinen, and the biggest thing about him, and I watched a lot of him, was that he never got those two young bigs involved. Involved, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, like, to think about that down the line, like, with KP and Knox, and, like, the fact that he doesn't get those other guys involved as a guard himself, I, I you know, I don't think we have to necessarily be automatically married to him. And, you know... The one th- and the other thing with Knox today is, yeah, like efficient. He got stronger as the game went on. I thought early on, like uh, he really struggled defensively. You know, he got you know got caught in a couple one on ones with Butler and Simmons, and they took it to him. But he got stronger as the game went on, and his body just looks a little stronger. He's finishing through contact now, and his defense. I thought at the end, by the end of the game, he was playing pretty well. Like he was in the yeah. right place. Just keeping guys in front of him, got a few yeah. deflections, couple steals. Um, I think, uh, like, you know, we just got to keep keep featuring them, and you know, people got to stop worrying about the minutes. They were missing Cantor and Hardaway today, and they're only playing one game this upcoming week, and he had it rolling. That's the time when you need to push him. Um, you know, if you, I gotta ask you guys something mm-hmm. of Vonley Cornet. Moutier will throw in Burke and Hazonia. If you could only keep one of them, who would you, who would you keep? Oof. He said, he said Vonley. And consider the money involved. So consider Burke. that like you said Vonley, Vonley will, Moutier, will cost Cornette, you know, let's say $7 million Burke bucks. and Hazonia. Oh, right Cornette. now it's between, between Vonley be- and Cornette, Riley. And Cornette is, is coming on pretty – it might be Cornette at this point, actually. Um, but um, it's, it's, to me, it's Vonley it and Cornette. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, what do you think, CP? I think, um, I think realistically, 
could very well be Cornette, you know, because he's going to be the cheapest. You, you might end up, depending on what they how they prioritize his money, I believe Vonley is only getting um, maybe one and a half million, if I'm not mistaken. But he's going to end up getting a big pay raise. Um, Cornette's also getting, I think, 1.5. But Vonley may end up going above the Knicks' budget, depending on what they have for him. I don't know. Like, we don't know. Here's the thing, CP. Mm -hmm. If if Cornette keeps putting up 23 points against Premier Centers. (laughs) That's true, too. And playing defense. Yeah. Then his price can go up as well. His price might go up as well, man. It's a good question. I, it's yeah, that, it's going to come down to, I think to those money, two, like, I believe, though. With, yeah, yeah. I think with the money involved, yeah. I think it'd probably be Cornette because he'd be significantly cheaper than Vonley and Moutier. I mean, Moutier, to be honest, guys, I got to tell you, like, he's just kind of a stat stuffer. His defense is so bad, if you guys really notice, that they yeah, don't yeah. even trust him to guard point guards anymore. Yeah, we, we do. They always put him on the <laughs> off guard because... He, yeah, his defense. He might be the weakest defense, defensive player on the team, and that's saying something. It's it's a battle between him and Timmy because he can't even guard point guards. Huh? Yeah, it, yeah, but well, between Sorry? him and Timmy, the defensive rating of that tandem is ridiculous. It's a battle yeah, between yeah. him and Timmy, and he just like he has a lot of his numbers come like when we're down twenty, and he doesn't really get other guys involved. Really, averaging three, four assists a game, like, and he doesn't stretch the floor. He's not a you know a knockdown shooter. Um, yeah, I guess if Cornette really can, we can get him back at like some like two mil or whatever it is, yeah, or veterans minimum. Well, Cornette like, and Von Lee are basically I mean, that might making be the way the same. Because he gets, I would say he does get guys, yeah, guys yeah. involved in stretches. I'm not, I'm not. I, at I times, at he, times, he, he, he does get guys involved in stretches. I'm not going to say. I don't know, man. But um, his defense yeah, listen, is still. Your point guard should not be taking 17 shots in 27 minutes or 21 shots in 30 minutes like he has these last couple games. Um, and, uh, you know, with Cornette, you know, he's going to be a backup big, you know, and Vonley, you know, maybe a backup big, maybe a starting big. I, I like Vonley a lot. Like he is like the ideal compliment to, to KP. Yeah. Um, but Cornette, you know, he actually is kind of a matchup problem, kind of like a Mehmet Okur. Do you guys remember? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. You I know, or a Jonas Jarebko. Uh, he's that kind of, he could be that kind of backup big where like you really got to, he really stretches the floor and can drain a couple of three, a couple of threes for you. Um, I think it might be Cornette, uh, but yeah, like I said, like with back to, to Frank, we gotta, we gotta like just preach patience. Like he's younger than some of the rookies that came in this year, and some of the rookies that are coming in next year. Mm-hmm. You know, and if I if we, I tell you if he's if his prime is a guy who plays maybe not a starter but 25, 27 minutes a game. And he's giving you great defense, ten points, five assists. Like you wouldn't sign up for that. He was a number eight pick. He wasn't a top three pick. I would definitely sign you know, up. He's for a it. good kid, and he's a good teammate. He, yeah, you know that's a quality. Like people, Marcus Smart was the fourth pick in the draft. You know he's an awful offensive player and a good defense player. They love him over there. And just we got to give him time. You know, got to give him some time. Now I hear that. I hear that. Good, good call, Omar. <clears throat> All right, man. Take it easy, guys. Have All a good right, man. rest of your Sunday. Yeah, man. Have a good week, All right. bro. All right. That was uh, Omar from Manhattan. Yeah, I mean, listen, Jay. I think I think one of the things is that um, 
Vonley gives us a bit more versatility in terms of uh, offensively and defensively in terms of what he can do. Yeah, he plugs in a lot of holes. Plugs in a lot of holes. Um, Cornette, as Omar alluded to, you have to respect his shot. They don't respect Vonley's shot, even though he can knock down a three. Uh, Cornette, you have to respect him. And so yep. he opens the floor that much more. He he'll keep the paint open. So it's a yeah. lot. It's a lot of pros and you know pros and cons of both guys, man. I think Cornette has really impressed me as well, man. Because even when we got him last year, it was kind of like he what he's doing this year is what I had hoped he would do when we got him. You, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It was like, can he be that stretch four or five? And can he um, defend at this level and and really hang with with the big dogs? You know yeah. what I'm saying at this level, yeah, that, and he's mm-hmm. impressive, man. He he's been impressive. Exactly. Now I'm with you. Yeah, uh, he's he, he's a rebound. Like I said, it's, it's still the rebounds. Yeah. Because if if this guy can give us eight nine rebounds a game, then yeah, right next to KP, you good, done. You know what Facts. I'm saying? A guy can stretch the floor and and play defense and bang with the the big guys. Yeah. You just got to get those rebounds. True indeed. True indeed. All right, let's go to um, Paul from L.A. You want to talk about Frank and Kevin Knox. Paul, how you feeling, bro? I'm good, fellas. Good to talk to you guys. Good to um, talk to you, man. I had a chance to speak to JLS a while back. Okay, okay. When he was on his own yeah. one night. You know, well, we went back and forth about Frank for a good 10 minutes. Is, is this Paul from the <laughs> chat? What's, what's, your, uh, what's your YouTube chat? Yeah, man. It's Paul from the chat, brother. Okay. I've been a little active right. today because, you know, it was a decent game. It was entertaining. I yeah. enjoy watching today's game. Same here. Right. Same here, man. But listen, yo, uh, CP, I heard you say a couple of days ago that you were totally off the Frank bandwagon, man. Yeah. He had one, like, halfway decent game today, and it he sounds did. like you're right back on. No. This is what I said. This is what I said. This is what I said. No, 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 no. Let me correct myself. <laughs> this is what I said. They asked okay. me, Jay Ellis, what they asked me. Somebody asked if I thought he was gonna be the point guard of the future. Do I do I think he okay. will be that guy that can lead this team on full forty eight minutes? I don't. I still think he'll be we a agree. solid role playing backup guard or wherever you want to put him. I still think he can help this team in multiple ways. It just may not be as the primary point guard on this team. That's that's what I said. Well, like they say, great minds think alike. Me and you are on the same path because I yeah. definitely think he's a valuable asset, even on a good team. Yeah, I think you need guys like him. Ex- absolutely, as a lead point guard, no, no, absolutely not. I'm telling you, man. Like we have some decent young players, and I'm, if we had a good lead guard right now, they would be looking so much better. Like some of these games when oh, yeah. Knox disappears in the second half, yeah. You wouldn't have that because the ball distribution would be so much better if we had a real point guard. He would be setting mm-hmm. this kid up, and he wouldn't just disappear standing off in the corner on the three-point line, not getting the ball in the second half because um, Moutier mm-hmm. and, and Iso and all these other dudes are trying to pump their numbers, man, and not kicking the ball around. Yeah, Knox, you know, creating all his own offense in the first half. He's like, why does this kid disappear in the second half? Because he's standing off in the corner on the three-point yeah. line, Wait, and the ball's as, not as, coming as back Timmy's your way. throwing those shots up. You know, as, as Timmy's throwing those shots. Right. Oh, my God. Please don't even get me started on <laughs> Timmy, man. Because, Thanks. yo, but look, it's not really Timmy's fault. He's sort of a victim of circumstances and his own inflated ego. Because if we had all of our players, right, and we had maybe another player, like after we get pick up a free agent this summer, 
he would probably be a third or fourth option. Yep. And as a third or fourth option, like if he was that guy standing up in the corner waiting for the ball to swing back around and be in the spot of three, I wouldn't have no problems because I think he's probably pretty decent at that. And he would look a lot better. When he's trying to create his own offense with his weak handle is when he gets into trouble. Go ahead, JLC. Because he gets stripped. Yeah, like, every fourth quarter. Oh, I didn't mean to cut you off, no, you're you're good. Saying? Yeah, bro. Yeah. Now, here's the thing, yo. Because I think we could all see that in not short time here, his offensive IQ was already higher than Tim Hardaway Jr.'s. Am I – is it, anybody agree with this? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. 100. So, at what point does Fizz go, all right, me running it through knots instead of – you know what I'm saying? Like, it had, like if he, yeah, I, I totally hear what you're saying. I think part yeah. of the problem, though, is Fizz's history, right? Fizz mm-hmm. lost the job over alienating a lead player. Yeah. And I got to think that that pays some little part in the way he handles Timmy. Now, Timmy just got signed to a big contract. So, clearly, somebody in the front office thinks Timmy is a big part of our future. Mills. Can he really <laughs> afford to, like, have his second job become an issue with, like, one of the lead players, right? Because I think Timmy has a mentality, like, he thinks he's really good. And I think he won't take it well if, the, if the, like, you and I can look at a situation like, well, Timmy just took three really stupid shots, sit him, right? Things has got to be thinking, do I really want to have, like, my second job in the NBA where I'm getting off to a bad start with, like, one of the lead players, and now i got a problem with this dude? The same thing with cancer a little bit, where that situation had to be – Managed a little bit differently because yeah. Canner's not really considered a part of the future. So I think he can sit Canner, and it's not like, you know, nobody's going to really get at him for that, right? Because clearly Canner's not somebody who's going to be on the team going forward. Timmy's got to be handled a lot differently. And I think Scissor's past, that whole situation with Gasol, kind of affects the way he deals with Timmy. I think that's I really a fair think point. It does. I think that's a fair point. Yeah. You have to manage. Everybody's got to get managed differently. It's just how it goes. It's just how it goes. The guys exactly. have the money. And the guys you just have the lost ego. the job, yeah. partly due to the fact that you had a problem with one of the star players. You can't come on your next contract and immediately get up to a bad start with the only real star we have right now, and that's Timmy. Yeah. That's got to be a part of it. And clearly the front office thought something to do. They gave him all that money. Yeah, that was Mills, man. Go ahead, Jails. No, yeah, no, I was pretty much agreeing with everything you said. Like I, I, I mentioned that before. Every time something happened with cancer, I kept saying Marcus All, Marcus All, mm-hmm. Marcus All. And even when we brought up Luke Cornett earlier, and I'm and every mm-hmm. I'm thinking and everybody else is thinking, all right, we need to start Luke Cornett because we kind of figure he's going to be better defensively. But we have to at least pretend oh, yeah. cancer a chance. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise, it's going to be Marcus All. All over yeah, again. It's true. And that's pretty much what the coach did. He kind of like waited three games. So but like, the difference is that Marcus Hall wasn't going anywhere. Yeah. Right? Marcus Hall wasn't going anywhere. Cantor's not going to be here. No, he's not. But Cantor's also a big that's personality. That's the <laughs> also a big personality. Yes. <laughs> it's true indeed. Like, he's not going to yeah. stay like, He did, he he did eventually because Mills got at him a little bit in the meeting. But, you know. Fizz did it the right way. He did. He he did it the right way. He did what he could and managed the situation. He learned from what he did in March with, with uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. True indeed. Right, and I just really think that that plays a big part in the way Timmy is being handled. I don't agree with it, but I can certainly understand what Fizz's thinking is. 
in terms of the way he handles Timmy as opposed to the way we look at it and say, yo, sit that dude. <laughs> like all yo. these other guards like have had a few games off or whatever. Timmy definitely needed to sit for a few games to think about what he was doing. Yo, I actually think that he likes Timmy that much, yo. I think I think he's really blind to what Timmy's Tim? doing, man. I think so, man. I don't know. Like I know he I know he can say Why? Why do you think that? I don't know. It's the same reason that he's blind to Moody. Like I feel I feel like sometimes he they he has his favorites. Like there was a point when um could be right. Could be right, Jails. There was a point when he mentioned about um sitting Tim Hardaway Jr. because of the plantar fasciitis, and he mm-hmm. and he, he immediately, without a thought, his mind was like, "We need him." Like, he was really, <laughs> like the tone was like, "No, no, yeah. like the world is over if Timmy sits with like no." It's not over. I, 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 but yeah, I, yeah, I, I think he actually likes. I think he actually really thinks that we need. I mean, granted, Timmy does play a big role in this, and is for, for all of his shortcomings. We generally score more. We score, score we score two points more when he's on the on the floor than when he's off the floor. So there's some truth to that. Okay. But, yeah. Uh, Timmy's um, a weapon, and if Timmy were used properly, right? And we had like a like I said, a really good point guard who would set this kid's up shots up instead of him trying to create his own offense with that terrible dribble of his, yeah. especially in key moments. I mean, how many times has Timmy, Timmy been stripped in the fourth quarter in key moments when he's trying to create his own offense? Yeah, like, mm-hmm. you know, if my father was Tim Hardaway Sr., there's no way in the world I could have such a weak handle. Like, I don't believe that. Yeah, man. But yeah. he does. <laughs> yeah. A lot no of it's tragic. A lot Facts. of stripping still. Like, Sin City. But if we had a real point guard that was penetrating and kicking out to Timmy, yeah. it would be a whole different story. That's true. I appreciate the call, Paul. Thanks for the call, man. Um, listen, I, I think what Paul said here in regards to Frank, in regards to Timmy, once this team elevates and gets more talent around it, whether that's Kevin Knox taking a leap or hell freezing over and Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving comes here, you're going to see the value of a Frank, of a Timmy uh, more so once the team elevates his talent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a fact. Yeah. We're a good point guard. We definitely, definitely need a, a point guard who's going to be able to put pressure on on uh, some of these opposing guards and set people up. Um, I'm still, I'm still, I know everybody else has pegged Frank as either a bust or a backup. Mm-hmm. I still feel like there's a spectrum there. I still, there's a, there's a spectrum, not an all-star. I still, I feel like there's a chance he could still be a starting point guard. Mm-hmm. And it's still too early to tell, like t- to me. But um, not to say that he definitely will be, but I still think there's a notch above, a notch above um, backup. Yeah. That he, personally. Yeah. yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. fair, fair enough. You know, I, I can't say it's wrong. It's still early, man. All right, um, let's go to Zay from Maryland. He wants to talk about the Moody and Knox and Frank dynamic. Zay, what's going on, man? How you feeling? Hey, what's going on, guys? Chilling, chilling. How you feeling, bro? How y'all feeling? Pretty good. All right. Good, good. Um, yeah, I just wanted to uh, kind of just you know, bring some attention to, uh, I guess, just get my opinion on it because I know a lot of people – hard on Moody now saying, oh, he only likes to like look for his own points or look for his own stats, but uh, the NBA now, you don't find that many point guards that strictly just pass the ball around, move the ball around, because you're not respected. You know, so Moody has to attack in order to open up for the other teammates 
I think his best games where he was scoring the 30-point 30, 30 games, he's had like nine assists a few times. What The nine assists, I think he had six before. Those games that he's had, the great games, has been with him attacking first. I agree. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of the difference. It's the difference between, you know, hey, let me make sure everyone else. Yeah, Frank does that, but that's also what's bad about Frank is Frank is giving the ball up too much to where people don't, the other defense doesn't respect his shot. So now they can just work play four and five defense. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, yeah, it's cool to say, oh, Moody only you know only creates his own shot, but it's not true. You know, he he has to be aggressive first, and then once they start respecting his shot, it opens it up for a knock that's coming off a screen or or a, a Timmy that I don't know. I don't know what Timmy does. Timmy, <laughs> Timmy's just lost cause kind of right now until we, until we get like somebody else KP back. Um, but that's just kind of my opinion. I mean, what y'all think about that? Like, is there really a, a thing where you say, oh, yeah, well, you know, Moody is not, like, being a, a solid point guard for the Knicks currently, for, like, what we currently have? Because imagine Moody next to uh, uh, KP and uh, Kevin Knox next year. I think a lot of it is also just we need consistency. We've been a temp agency for the past five years. Big time. Big everybody time. say, oh, yeah, let's get rid of everybody and, and bring in a bunch of more free agents and whatever. Like, we need some type of consistent team to build a system. Uh, a lot of these systems have been built over three, four years. It's not no, oh, let's put a bunch of free agents together and we win. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Jails. I mean, what's your opinion? Nah, it's, it's, it's two parts. It's like you want to have consistency. I definitely agree with you. Well, you also want to have consistency with the right guys. Like, so it's, it's, it's a, it's a two part system, which is partly why I don't want to get rid of Bonley because I feel like he's a right guy that you want to actually keep around. I feel like he's a winning piece. Yeah. I just feel like he's a winning piece. Um, but, um, Moody, Moody is, um, is still on the bubble. He's still on the bubble. He did, he's, he's, he definitely proved some things this season. Um, but He's on a bubble, and if, what, depending on what happens on this, this second half, it can go either way for Moody. I like, yeah. I like the offensive production. He's leading, been leading the team in scoring recently, but the defense has to step up to respect. Yeah, him. I think defensively he leaves a lot to be desired. Offensively, we've seen some good games from Moody, yeah, both as good. a distributor and as a late game scorer. We've seen some fourth quarter clutch performances from Moody. The Chicago game sticks out. The uh, yeah. the Pelicans game. The um, the Hornets game where him and Cornette led that comeback. So we've seen some good we've seen some good things from Moutier, but I think um, you know sometimes he, he he you know gets a little uh, selfish, you know, in in looking for his own shot, and and sometimes you know he just can't finish around the rim, things of that nature. But defensively, I think is is where he has to, he has to pick it up. Yeah, I feel like he has to though. You know, it's kind of like right ball. Right, mm-hmm. where you think every, everyone, you know, when, they, when you started off, everyone is new to everyone on the team. But as soon as you give that person the ball, the one guy that you haven't seen before, as soon as you give him like two or three shots, and he doesn't make those two or three shots, then it's like, all right, I got to be selfish. He ain't getting the ball no more. You know, I think that's kind of what it is too. Like, how many times, from Moody's standpoint, is he going to give the ball up to another team, put mate, and they don't make the shot, they, they don't hit the shot? So it's like, all right, now I got to try to be aggressive, try to pull the foul, or try to do something else because, you know, our shots are not dropping. So it's it's, it's kind of like a, a, 
a mixture of between the two in regards to like yeah I mean, I could be share I could share the ball but if no one's hitting the shot who the hell who's gonna who's gonna take the shot then? And, and then Frank I mean I, I like Frank's game today. I mean, I like Frank's game today. I think he played a great game, even though he only scored eight points. But it was a, it was kind of – I thought he scored more than that, just the way he was playing. He was playing way more aggressive, and it, it really looked great. Um, but I just feel like we need to really center around one person. We have too many people that, you know, this person has a good game, that person has a good game. We need to have one premier person that gets the ball – down crunch time. One premier person that gets the ball. Need Christoph Porzingis, right man. Now, yeah, <laughs> you know right what I'm saying. Would not. Oh, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin I, may, I may turn does. into that guy. That's what we. I want. think Kevin Knox. I think Knox is going to be the the closeout guy before Porzingis is to be honest. With you. Yeah. I can see what's happening. Like, uh, like it really depends on whether or not the coach gives him the job or not, but. I've seen I've seen Knox hit a lot more clutch shots, not even clutch shots, but just shots that are important in his rookie season so far, like pretty consistently without even a thought, just like open that, take it, that last minute setback shot that he hit was yeah crazy. man that little three when yeah. he shook and beat I didn't even think he was gonna hit it I was like whoa what that's the that's second that. time I've seen him do that. Knox takes a lot of contested that's shots it. and he and he makes them man he's not afraid bro. Yeah, but that wasn't. I mean, yeah, I mean it wasn't contested. It was just because he got that separation off of Embiid, and B wasn't closing out to the three. Yeah. But um, it was just the degree of difficulty of that. Facts. <laughs> like, I didn't know he had to step yeah. back in his arsenal. Yeah. yeah, man. All right, Zay. Appreciate so the call, like bro. Right now, it's just good. Oh yeah, go, go ahead. Then. All right. All right, man. Appreciate it, bro. All right. Have a good one. All right, that was my guy Zay from Maryland. Yeah, he said. Uh, Robin says uh, the last three knocks took was the hard and double step back. <laughs> he stepped back nah, twice. That was not the hard and double. <laughs> that was not the hard and double. You know what's funny? The hard and slide. I actually looked at it in slow motion because, and he, no, it wasn't. It was, it was actually legit. Because now, now that that's happened, I look at that step back every single time. Oh my goodness, man! Yeah. He gets away with it. Then you seen Steph Curry the other day snitching on him. Like, stop snitching, Steph. That. You know what I mean? Shout out Brandon Sims for the subscribe. Shout out everybody in the chat rocking with us, man. Subscribe to the channels. If if you're new in the chat, give us a hashtag new. Subscribe yeah, to the Nick of Time show. Subscribe right. to Nick's Fan TV. You know, this is what we do, man. Post-game live stream analysis. You heard from a lot of good callers tonight. A lot of good calls coming in in a, in a good loss, JLs. This was, this was a moral victory Sunday. Moral victory <laughs> That first quarter, I thought everybody's gonna jump. You would have, you would have thought we won the game the way we talking, JLs. But it it was a good loss, man. We're mad chipper. You were mad chipper because it was an early game. You know, we we could get back to our Sunday after this, and uh, you got to go record the podcast. I know that. So yeah, I got part two coming. Yeah, man. (laughs) So Dave, we'll we'll shut the phones down. We got a couple more minutes. We'll get to. the, the Q&A on the sheet from the chat. Shout out everybody in the chat one more time. Hit that thumbs up button for your boys, whether you're watching on Knicks Fan TV, Nick of Time Show. Um, JLs, how are we looking on the Facebook comments? Um, <clears throat> let's, see, let's see. We got uh, yeah, Ronaldo. was good. Uh, Ronaldo says we need to start trading some guys. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, uh, Ronnie Mack has a Bernard. He said Bernard King is a good mentor. Yeah, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, Bernard for, for Knox. Good. Not bad. It seems so. Yeah. seems so. I'm glad that they have him around. Now, retire his jersey. That's a fact. Then not uh, retire Knox jersey someday. Yeah, man. Oh. <laughs> yeah, man. So, shout out everybody watching on Facebook, Periscope, Twitter, Twitch, wherever you guys are watching from. Um, we had some, some Knicks prospects had some pretty good uh, games on Saturday, JLs. Cam Reddish, to name a few. Had his best game as a Duke Blue Devil. Uh, coincidentally, came on the back of Zion leaving after the first half. Zion got poked in the eye. And um, Cam Reddish saved the Blue Devils from being upset at Florida State uh, with a 23-point performance, including a buzzer beater. Uh, listen, some guys some guys uh, like Reddish as a prospect, man. Um, who's Mark is one guy that sticks out. But he had a good game, Jails. Had had a good game, man. Yeah, man. And listen, the mark of a of a champion is a guy who can step up in clutch minutes. If you step yeah. on clutch minutes, then you, you could you you might be able to be that guy at someday on the next level. So facts. Good the camp hitting that. Yeah, man. Um, I thought his jumper was was nice. I thought defensively he was good. He, he got the ball around. Um, he has that length, man. You like that length that he displays out there? That six eight frame. You know, I asked um, I asked a lot of people on Twitter after this game what they thought his uh, NBA position would be. We had a lot of mix between the two and the three. Some people still uh, clung to the point guard aspirations. But, listen, I mean, if this is the guy at, you know, the four or five slot, if we're picking at that point, I don't think we could lose at any of these slots, man, one through four, to be honest with you. Yeah. You know, because if you're thinking about taking this guy at the two, and an eventual starter, and you're thinking about a guy like Frank, him, and Kevin Knox as your as your as your three on the perimeter. That's some good length right there, and guys that can bring a ball up. That's a good versatility. It is. It is. I mean, I don't know that much about Cam as of yet, but isn't isn't his um isn't he not engaged all the time? Like kind of what Knox. That, that's what they say. That's yeah. what they say. Um, the same thing with Knox. So you like you. you like that's what worries me about the three, four, the after one spot. Those guys are shaky with being engaged with the with the um with the exception of Ja maybe right. But um, but even Ja's not engaged sometimes on off ball. But right. um, everybody. But um, I mean they're all good prospects and all on offense, man. I just I just hope some. I hope we get some two way players. I like two way players. Yeah, that, that's what that's what it's seeming like, man. That that's what it's seeming like. But hey, listen, he, he hit the buzzer beater on Saturday. Um, had a good game. You know, whether you want to argue his his lack of production is based on Barrett and Zion getting a bulk of the looks. And listen, RJ, and you know, not to not to underscore or or uh, discredit what RJ Barrett did. RJ Barrett had an excellent game yesterday um against Florida State as well. I, I think, you know, in terms of NBA ready, RJ Barrett, he's ready to go, man. He, he's ready to go. He reminds me of uh kind of like DeMar DeRozan a little bit. Okay. Reminds me of DeMar, DeMar DeRozan. I, I like RJ Barrett's game as well, man. I like his game as well. He he he's he's a little bit tunnel vision, which, you know, you're a little bit concerned with. Obviously, you hope that improves at the pro level. But RJ Barrett would be a good prospect too, man. I think he'd be a good prospect for us too. I, I really don't think one through five. I do not think uh, we can lose here. One through four, at least, JLs. I don't think we can lose. 
I don't think so either. And that's most likely what we're picking. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's just selfish since I don't understand all this talk about other people like Zion doesn't exist. Yo, we talked about Zion the last three shows. He just didn't is, play this game. Is, 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 it, is this your first time listening? Yeah. Is, it, <laughs> is, this your, is this your first time on the show, SS Television? Are you new here? You talk about Zion every time. All the time, man. Every episode. <laughs> Zion, Zion gets pl- plenty of love on this show. He's, a, he's an obvious unanimous number one pick. In my yeah. opinion. But he, he didn't play. He, he barely played in the game. He left in the first half. So Cam Reddish was a story. And we covered the stories. Now John Morant. Uh, not to be uh, unnoticed. JLS had another good game. Ja, yeah. Against Southeastern Missouri State. Dropped 17 points. 14 dimes. John uh, Vince. Yeah. That, <laughs> hey. Um, here, here's another guy. Point guard prospect who... You got to take a serious look at man. You, you got to take a serious yeah. look at him. You, you know what I, I'm saying? I like him a lot. I'll say that. Yeah. I like him a he's, lot. he's got that dog in him, man. I just I like, like his competitive nature. I like the dog point guards, man. Yeah. I like 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 how people were saying you get him on getting on me for liking Sexton last season. I like mm-hmm. Sexton. Yeah, I, I like De'Aaron Fox for the same reason when he was coming up. I like. Oh, I, lo- I love De'Aaron Fox. Love yeah. Him. Yeah, and I was I was one of the, I was kind of one of the guys who liked the Aaron over um, Alonzo, and I did. I did too. I think I'm, I'm think I'm looking nice right now. Yeah, I like those type of that point guards. And the thing is, he has court vision. I think that's what it really is. Yes. Yes. He's an attack point guard with court vision, which is something that would fit nicely with this team. I I, I like that man. Somebody could get other people easy buckets. What do you say? Some people are hating. Um, some people, some people knock him for his lack of competition. I don't see that as being a problem. What do you think about that? I don't think it's a problem either. I mean, I don't remember. There's a, he actually played a few games of with um, high caliber teams. Uh, comp- that teams. Auburn game was a good game yeah. for him. And he played well. So. Yeah, Auburn's defense is, is uh, top ranked in the country. Not all the way at the top, but they're, yeah. they're top 10 for sure. So if he laid an egg, then okay. Yeah. But he played well. And even if he laid an egg, he's like, okay, you still might give him a little bit better. But he, he played well, so. Yeah, I don't – I don't. Uh, first of all, Murray State is a mid-major. Um, they, they will probably make the tournament, and they could win a couple games. Um, like, listen, Dame Dollars went to Weber State. Uh, uh, CJ went to went to Lehigh. If you could bowl, you could bowl, man. That's how mm-hmm. I see it. I don't I don't worry about what school he went to. If you can bowl, you can bowl. And this guy can. He's a bowler. He's a bowler, man. That's a fact. So you know, it, Paul Quick in the chat. Lots of players went to small schools, man. Lots of players went to small schools. You know, so I don't. Um, I don't necessarily. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't subscribe to that. That that he's playing against Word. lesser competition. He's still he playing in some good schools, man. Yeah. <laughs> we don't subscribe to that, but we would like you to subscribe to our channel. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so um, those are two of the guys that had, uh, you know, pretty standout games. Um, I didn't get the uh, the Culver highlights, but Culver is another guy. If you're thinking about, you know, your top five prospects, you might throw Culver in there at the five. Nasir Little is a guy that I'm going to take a look at um, starting yeah. this week as well. UNC. They also had a game I didn't get to see. Uh, Chick George says Langford. Langford from Indiana. I saw a couple games with him. Hey, he's not bad. He, he, he's not bad. Um, yeah, so, people like Lang- Langford hit. Langford yeah. as well. 
Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, um, so yeah, all these guys are going to get a look, a more thorough look as we as we head into March Madness and we wrap up this Knicks tank season and and see where we end up. But hey, uh, the Knicks are doing what they need to be doing. We're we're still locked in the third slot in the tankathon, and yeah. I think that's all you can really ask for. JL's competitive losses like we saw today, man. Yep, that's that's all we can ask for, man. And um, we we got another ping pong ball. That's Might it. be on the road to Zion. Who knows? Who or knows? Whoever else, Barrett or Ja, whatever Cam. We're good. We're in a good position. Well, I think we're in a good place, man. We're in a good position. Lose or lose, <clears throat> next season we're looking good with KP back, a top draft pick, and maybe a free agent. Who That's knows? it. That's it, man. All right, let's get to the. Um... Let's get to the chat Q&A. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Hit a thumbs up for your boys. Hit that like button. Um, for those of you who missed the show live, the next live show, the replay of the show will be 8 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, and we'll run it again at midnight. We'll run it again at 6 a.m. And we'll run it again at 12 noon uh, the next day. So that gives you guys a chance to chat with each other and keep the chat going while you listen to me and JL is blab about the Knicks. <laughs> All right, all right, JL's first question of the night goes to CH. He says, if this is a development year and everything is for next year, shouldn't you guys, shouldn't the guys that's in the plan to be here play the majority of the time no matter what? No matter what? Yeah. Um. Listen, like, here's the thing, like, with a, professional, with a team that has a professional coaching, like, you want... They have to at least pretend like they're trying to win. Because that's right. just a bad precedent from the jump. You know, so I feel like they're kind of doing it right. At the beginning of the season, you play some of the, these these veterans, try to make a push, see what we can do, see if we can surprise some people, see if, you, see if we even surprise ourselves, right? <laughs> and if that doesn't happen, we're not surprising ourselves, we're not in the playoff hunt. Then what we're doing right now is fine. Like Luke Cornett is our starting, been our starting. Yeah, player. what more do you want? We're like, yeah, and are you not entertained? Yeah, it's been happening in December. Like when when uh, Jeff Hornacek was there, that wasn't happening this year. This is happening in after All Star break. We, we still had Jared Jack out there trying yeah. to make a playoff push. Yeah, like that happened after All Star break. After um after uh. After the GMs came down and talked to them, like he didn't even do it with his own free will. So yeah, I, I feel like we're doing that right right now, man. I think so. I think yeah. so. Um, next question from LPDO twenty four. He says, uh, "Great content. Shout out to the chat. Um, shout out LPDO. Appreciate the support." He says, "If we don't make any moves by the trade deadline, what's your preferred starting lineup to close out the second half, Jails?" Oh, by the trade deadline? Yeah. If we don't make any moves, what's your preferred oh, starting preferred? lineup to close the season? Cheap. My preferred <laughs> is yeah. Frank. Uh, let's see, Frank Dotson, Knox, Vonley, Cornet. I agree. I agree. Frank Dotson, Knox, Vonley, Cornet would be, or Mitch if he can ever or get Mitch. healthy. Yeah. If he but can I'm ever get healthy. Yeah. I'm still going Cornet first. Yeah, Cornet. I think Mitch. Let Mitch, let Mitch develop, man. Let yeah. Mitch develop and get healthy. You know, we don't want to run Mitch down into the ground with these nagging injuries. I already knew that shit was going to happen. Um, but I, I agree with that lineup. Frank, Dotson, Kevin Knox, um, Noah Vonley, Luke Cornett. What do you guys think in the chat? What would be your end-of-the-season second-half lineup 
uh, what's your preferred lineup? Let us know in the chat. Let us know in the comment section. Um, next question, JLCP the artist. He says, I believe the Knicks should draft R.J. Barrett since the pr- production of Dotson Trier isn't enough. Plus, R.J. is two inches taller with a higher ceiling than Zion. What, what do you think, um, JLs? Um, if I had the first pick, I'm taking Zion. Yeah, if I had the first pick, I'm taking Zion. But listen, I don't. I'm not knocking R.J. Barrett as a prospect. I think he's gonna be a good pro at the next level. He's a gamer. He he's an offensive weapon that uh, that we're looking for in terms of consistency. Um, you know, obviously, like I said, you want to see a bit more uh, facilitating on his end, a little less tunnel vision. But I think, as CP the artist alluded to, his size. Uh, his size, I think he's like six, eight or so six, eight or so, man. Yeah. You know, that's good size at the two. That, that, yeah. that, that's good size, size at the two. Um, defense to be desired though. He's and, his defense really scared me. Who? Who? Paris. Oh yeah. He's, yeah. Oof. He has that Timmy defense. Yeah. Though. He's, he's got that Timmy. He's six, seven, Lord. six, seven. He's listed at, um, I don't mind him as a prospect. I don't mind him as a prospect. I'm scared though. I'm, I'm a little scared. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little scared about his his defense flaps. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Worries me a lot. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Um I I still like Zion as the number one pick though, still. I would still take him over RJ Barrett as the number one pick. Because I think he's gonna be a beast. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's gonna be a beast. I I think he's gonna be one of those unstoppable players. Oh, yeah. Alex Collins says no RJ, he's off the RJ bandwagon. <laughs> um, um, Rome Data Takeover 7370 says What do you want the Knicks to learn During this European trip What do I want them to learn uh, I mean what will they learn They're going to play a banged up Wizards team With no John Wall No Canner I'm glad I'm not going to that game I was considering it <laughs> <laughs> What do I want them to learn uh, Defense yeah, learn yeah. Learn some defense. Come back wanna, come back with wanna, some defense. I want them to learn I, at the end of the year I need they need to play better pick and roll defense. Yeah. Uh I need Moody to be able to play to play better defense. And I want them to move the ball more. Yeah. If if you uh yeah. put it that way, man. Jails, there's somebody in the chat that says they don't speak English, but I guess they're a fan of the show. Tell them um press that thumbs up. Press that thumbs up. I think he speaks Spanish. Uh, I don't know Spanish. Uh, let's, let's, get, let's get Google Translate up. Google Translate. Uh, hablo Espanol. Hola. <laughs> what do I want him to learn on the European trip? Um, the Queen's English, I guess. He <laughs> says, um, do you think Canner will be traded by the time the Knicks get back from London? 50-50 at this point. Yeah. 50-50 at this point. Alex Collins, you going to London? Are you still going to the London game? I know there's a big contingent going out there. Um, Knicks France is going out there. Knicks Germany is going out there. So that will be a uh, that'll be a good time, man. That that would definitely be a good time. Shout out to everybody going to London. I wish I wish it was going to be a good game, but um, that's neither here nor there. All right, JL, let's wrap up. I know you got your podcast to get to. Yep. You got bigger and better things to get to, JL. We know this. <laughs> We know these things, but nah, it was a good show, man. Definitely a good show. Welcome back, Jay Ellis. Uh, All right, close it out, man. Oh, yeah. Definitely check out the podcast. I really didn't have a chance to really, really, really promote it like I did this week. But um, check out the podcast right now. Check out the last episode. 
uh, mind you, that we, we just we dropped on Wednesday or Tuesday, whatever. Uh, just yes, yeah, it's, it's in. It's on YouTube. Like just click right over, and the next time podcast has all that right there. Find up. Um, also, you can follow me on Facebook, yep. Twitter, and Instagram. You see all the little little icons right there. That's that's where I am. Um. And my links in the description in my YouTube as well. Facebook, uh, the Nick Time Podcast, uh, Instagram, the Nick of Time Show, Twitter, the KOT Show. Links are in the description. All of those. Also, SoundCloud and iTunes. If you want to get the podcast faster, those drop on Tuesday. The videos always drop Wednesday or Thursday. And if you need merch, I got you covered for Zingod hat. Um, I have Zingod hat. I got hoodies and T-shirts as well. Um, links in the description for that as well. Just go to the, the Nick of Time Show.com and you can find it. It's slash catalog. But if you go to nicktimeshow.com and hit store, you'll find it. Or if you just go to the link in my YouTube description, you'll find it as well. And back to you, CP. All right. Appreciate you, JL. It's a good show as usual. And um, shout out to everybody that came through, man. All the loyal, loyal, loyal supporters, man. Can't thank you guys enough. Um, subscribe to the channel. Give us a subscribe. Give us a thumbs up. Like I said, it, it's your support. It's the way you guys support the show. Is how this show gets more and more people in the chat, gets more new people on the phones, and gets more people read, watching our content, listening to the podcast. So continue to support. Hit that thumbs up. Subscribe and share. Share these videos with your fellow Knicks fans. Um, you can follow me. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Knicks Fan TV. Very easy to find. And I'm always on talking Knicks. Um, the, this show is available in podcast form under Knicks Fan TV on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. So if you're an audiophile, if you like podcasts, if it's easier than YouTube, check us out. On the Knicks Fan TV, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, Google Play, and iTunes, man. So, um, yeah, man, appreciate everybody for coming through one more time. Ben Morley, appreciate it. I guess Ben's out in the UK, so he'll be at the game. Um, shout out to everybody in the UK that was able to actually watch the game and watch the show when it's not too late over in the UK. So, shout out to you guys. Armin, appreciate it. Shout out Ari for calling in. Jamal for calling in. Uh, Reaper man, appreciate you for coming through. Who, who you got, JLs? Oh man, I got, I got, I yeah. G and Dresy, appreciate you, man. Yeah, where is my SS Television? I'm sorry, no. Godzinga's team, appreciate it. Rome Day to take over, appreciate it. Easy wins, oh. All right, so Bob Chan, what up? It's Parker, HB Mac, Cody has always hit, killing it, killing it, killing it. Uh, Eugenie. Who can't speak English? What up? Yeah, man. Ricardo Custer, Christopher Coward. I don't recognize Christopher Coward. Um, are you new, Christopher Coward? Uh, Ch. What up? What up? What up? Tyon Reed, the shells, Dubs, Revo. Yeah, uh, yo, I ain't Periscope no love. Man. Oh, we need to give Periscope no love. Shout yeah, out Periscope. Shout out yeah, Facebook yeah. as well. So we can't, we can't see all the comments, man. Sometimes it's hard to get to all the, to all the comments, man. We yeah, try to order the show. Chuck one, uh, Aaliyah, uh, Nevia seven. What up? Seen her in here a few times. I don't see Natalia. I always see Natalia. Okay. Uh, Reef, what up? Thirty one couple. What up? Jet life for life. Oh, there's Mikhail. I see you. All right, there you go. <laughs> Mikhail, what up? Weiss, Jeffrey, what up? Yeah, man. All right, people. So, um, once the next game, JL is Thursday, I believe. 
Yeah, this is a, long, this is a slow nice, week. Nice, slow week. Well, let's hope there's no no crazy news that comes out, but you know how that goes. Whenever we get oh, like one or two games know. off, you know, you know, it, uh, the cesspool starts churning, man. But um, listen, man, we'll, we'll be back later this week. We got a couple of content we're going to do. Uh, what are we doing? Midseason awards this week, JLs? Um, yeah. Midseason yeah. awards. Um, I'm also going to be recording our midseason uh, report, the good, the bad, the ugly. So I have some some content uh, on there as well. Mix it up a little bit. And um, yeah, man, once again, appreciate the support. Just catch up with you guys midweek, man. Thanks for the support, man.